We're going to fine and dandy. Cheers. Hi, my name's Cameron, and you need to check out the Fine and Dandy podcast. You are now watching Fine and Dandy. Watch the Fine and Dandy podcast. Good shit. Hey, what's up? We're Solway, and you're watching, watching Fine, Fine and Dandy. Dandy. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Blacasso, and you're tuning in with Fine and Dandy. You are now watching Fine and Dandy. Oh. Have you ever seen stuff happen? <laughs> what? Have you ever seen stuff happen, dude? You ever seen stuff happen? I don't know. I wouldn't be able to see it because we make it, dude. Make it happen? Stuff happen. Damn. Make it happen? That's kind of inspiring. Dude, that's starting or off America. with some inspiration right now. Yeah. Inspirational. Because, baby, you. Oh, no. <laughs> got what I need. No, it's okay. We yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, true story. Josh forgot to press record, so we did that the first time around. That we sounds like a fake story. We did. So if you're Fake mad, news and fakeness. If you're mad, you missed happen. out on that beautiful, uh, script tet. Okay. <laughs> tripe. Tripe. Okay, we're here. We're <laughs> I didn't say tripe. I think it's a fish. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Try tet. <laughs> That's better. I I really like that actually. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. If you wanted to hear that beautiful, uh, Try tet <laughs> is the word you used. Yeah. <laughs> you won't now because it's all Josh's fault. So just blame him for it. Cause it's gone. This baby, you sing it with me, everybody. Got what yeah, I yeah, need. dude. Two people can sing with Daniel right away. now, and that'll be a tri tet. You, <laughs> <laughs> you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. Uh, You've got what I need. We're going with like duet, but like tr triple. You say <laughs> yeah. it's just a, yep. it's a quartet. It's a triplet. It's a duet, so then what's it? What is it? It's a triplet. Three um. Triptet. It's a triplet. Why would you say triplet? Triple X? Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel, baby. Or Ice Cube? Yeah, or Ice Cube. What's weird? You know what? They were really like, well, we can't get Vin Diesel back for Triple X 2. Like, but. Who is also Ice Cube? equally as cool? <laughs> like Ice Cube, State of the Union. Like. <laughs> no, I like how Vin Diesel had some really good action movies, and he's like, "Let's he just settle on Fast and Furious." And it's yeah, no why did you settle on that though? one? I mean, it's weird that we're talking about movies again, but like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy that it got to that point to where Vin Diesel is pretty much only known now for his role in the Fast and Furious. Chronicles Infurious. of Riddick was crazy. That's what I was gonna that say. The Chronicles of Riddick is one of like I feel like that role at that time was like nobody else could have done that better type shit. Riddick, like he was almost born black. for that role, okay. and now he's just diminished to the Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, what is that? That's, it is weird because honestly, he really was way better. Like Riddick is him. Like, right, he is Riddick. And sure. even yeah. the triple X shit was like Great. good. He was really good in that stuff. So it's like in 
the first couple Fast and the Furious that he was in, it's like, all right, I, I can see where you guys are going with that. It's almost like you're using the tropes that he succeeded with in other movies and, like, making it work here. But this became such a franchise that it almost, like, drowned out all those other movies. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like those movies. It's like they did the Tokyo Drift and they should have stopped, but they were like, let's keep it. Bro, let's keep going, dude. Let's just it was for, never for me. Stop. Whenever I they did con- like Tokyo Drift, whenever they continued yeah, after Paul one. Walker died, I was like, "This is hilarious!" Like, you guys have too much money to lose or something because this is ridiculous. Like, you they, think it's hilarious that Paul Walker died? No, <laughs> Paul Walker did like. <laughs> I said after they continued when, once he died. What? He what? was dating like a younger girl. Whoa. Why are you slandering? I still like Leonardo DiCaprio, bro. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no, Leonardo Whatever. likes some. 20 to 25. Oh, you mean she was... Yeah. I would say Leonardo just likes them under 25. I don't know if there's like a yeah. big like a limit yeah, on the minimum age there. Where he's like, sorry. And, you know, he's, he's like, but you saw this coming, right? This is the <laughs> You're <laughs> smarter than so this. so many times now. <laughs> You're smarter than this. <laughs> no, I did. I, I thought Riddick was really good, but whenever... Okay, you guys remember yeah. it was Pitch Black, right? It was Riddick Pitch Black. And then Chronicles of Riddick. Right. And then years ago, they came out with the third one, which was just Riddick. Right. I yeah. Believe, right? Yeah, yeah. That had the exact same storyline as the first movie. Yeah. It was like a... Nobody was upset about that. It was like a remake, I feel like, except almost. me. Like, I was just kind of looking around like, we're just going to do this now? Or just like, like re- is this really? We're cool with it? <laughs> refurbishing <laughs> the same movie type shit. It's like, okay, but they don't fly anymore. Now they crawl on the ground and it's raining. It was raining at the end of the first movie. Like, no, it's raining the whole time now. Rain planet. Rain planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the raining planet. Like, but it's the same thing. It's like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just kind of irritated me because I was like, really? Like, uh, have you all played the Riddick games? Like, did you guys yeah, play? Yeah, yeah, Okay, really good. And are. whole stories going on there. Couldn't do something with that. I, yes, I feel you, but, like, I do think that, like, it became a situation where they were like, we got to sell toys. So, like, like, we don't have to try that hard to, on this movie. We could just sell toys. Paul Walker was dating. Okay. Wow. He was 33. You needed that. <laughs> you were like, to, dating a to interrupt this conversation I was gonna with say breaking it. news. I wanted to know that. <laughs> That's good to know because I, like, Paul Walker was probably my favorite actor before you told me that. Damn, like, period? Like, of <laughs> no, all the actors? No, that <laughs> is would, just absolute sarcasm. Who would say that? that? I was like, what? Who was like Paul Walker? <laughs> well, no, dude, he was in, say cause. Uh, what, he was in Fast no, and Furious. Was it Don't Worry he About It, Cuz? Uh, well, what else was Fast he in? Fast and Furious 2. <laughs> he was in, uh... No, he wasn't in Tokyo Drift. Nah, he, he was in Fast four, and Furious 4. 5, 6, 7. <laughs> and then, no, he wasn't in he was 7. He so many... No, but my Great. thing was is that, like so. The Rolls. only reason I said that is because at the end of the seventh one, I I think he was in seven. Was seven the last one he was, was in? Like was his death tarnished a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But at the end of the w- last one he was in, type shit, they had that whole scene where like they split off and like Vin Diesel went this way and Paul Walker went this way, and it was like the Charlie Puth song playing and everything. It was like this beautiful moment of like, oh my god, what a, a conclusion to this series. And then they come back and they're like, no, Hobbs and Shaw, we gotta continue this shit. The Rock is here, Jason Statham's here. Let's go, baby. Honestly, once The Rock's <laughs> in there, it's over for the franchise. It's yeah. like. Yeah, it's over. Once you see The Rock, you're like, oh, this movie sucks now. Um, like Jumanji. Oh yeah, I don't want to go watch that. That's gonna. Suck. I don't know. I heard that that, that it was pretty good. Have the you seen Jumanji? the original? Yeah, of course. I love <laughs> that. Have you seen the original? I love that movie. Yeah. Okay. That's Robin Williams, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, I mean, if you take it at face value and not Oh, I don't I, If you I don't renamed it to be... something that wasn't Jumanji. Yeah, that's true. They didn't actually have to use the Jumanji trope. They really didn't have to do that. They could have done the same movie and called it something else. That's what I'm saying. So it's like it's Jumanji, so it's you're like, "Oh, I heard it was really good." Yeah, if you don't know what Jumanji is. I don't know. Was there cameos in the new one? Probably. Like, do they relate? Do like, how do they relate to well, the old one at all? There so is it's a just moment. Th- basically, the the only relation is is that it's Jumanji but video game instead of board game. But do they? But do they pull anything from the? The only thing is, there's a guy. There's a moment where there's a character and he's like in this hut area, and then it says like Alan, whatever you know, which he was in the, the original, original guy, which right. is right, like right, him right. way back when the past. Okay. But that's only like a minor one. What I'm saying is, is that like it's more of a remake of the trope, but in today's modern society of like nobody plays board games that much anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more so a video game. And was like it good? Sorry. I would say it, was okay. it wasn't bad. It was more so definitely on that safe side of like uh well we get some like heavy hitter actors in here and we don't have to try that hard on the script. But it definitely wasn't like a horrible movie. Like no. to say that like the because the rock is in it means it's gonna be bad. It's like that's mostly true on a lot of different things. But I would say Jumanji's probably one of the things that doesn't apply to that. I thought his acting was, was bad. Was Black Adam pretty good? Black for it got shit on at heavily I shit on. I, I I remember hearing I liked good it. things about it. I liked it, but I like all the superhero movies, so it doesn't oh, matter. Fair <laughs> well, I, I got really tired of the superhero movies for a while, and then they came out with Shazam, and I was like, this is pretty funny actually. Yeah, I like, like the Shazam series. So then I thought Black Adam. And I was like, yeah, but you can't really make Black Adam very funny. Like it's pretty dark. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I was just curious. I mean, I don't watch them. I totally gave up on there's even watching fu- the superhero movies there's anymore. There's funny moments. See, I was just like a super comic head, so seeing like all the live action shit, even if it's not the best depiction and it does some of it does piss me off in certain areas, it's still like sick to see. see it's I'm, still sick yeah, to I'm see like a, like, a lot a of that shit. Comic nerd. I just I, I guess I, did, I just don't want to be disappointed watching the movies and be like, that's not it. Like, that, you know, like that I'm is always, fair because there is a lot. Guy, of, unfortunately, I will totally be that guy. That is fair because there is a lot of that. But then there's also a lot of that. Like, so the a good example, I would say, is like the DC fucking Justice League movie. Whenever that first came out, I was severely disappointed with it. But then whenever they dropped they the Snyder that. Cut, yes. I was like, all right, this is fucking sick. Yeah, and now this really makes good. a lot of sense yeah, of like why it didn't work in film. Because you cut out all this shit that made this film work. So like, I see a lot of the differences in it to where it's like the fucking Ant-Man shit. It's like it got shit on for some of the visual effects. None of the storyline got shit on. And that's, I feel like, doesn't really get talked about. I you don't know? watch... Uh, superhero movies because I'd rather just watch like a movie that's um, like more so grounded or like you know it wasn't an already original an idea. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like yeah, a pre written yeah, 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 yeah. thing. Like, and the, the, not much just, of those around these days. Yeah, so superhero movies, I'm kind of just like, yeah. All right. But to defend it just a little bit, exactly another one. To defend it just a little bit, it's more so a situation like the the newer shit that they're creating. Most of it's not a firm depiction of the comics. A lot of it is like these directors and producers and writers like take on it almost. Well, yeah, they found the ultimate plot hole, which is they were like, "Well, we can use the multiverse, guys." Exactly, and they were like. Oh, yeah, we can do whatever we want now. Exactly. So now it's become a situation where not much of it's a true depiction of comics. They'll still throw in stuff from the comics to be like more of a cameo, like 
yeah. look at what's in there and look at what we were able to depict. But a lot of it is like a, a producer's and writer's way of kind of putting out their vision of those comics. So while it's not just taking an idea from nothing and creating something out of it, and they are still having a basis to create something from, it is still something that's not just like a clear one-for-one depiction of what you can get in the yeah, comics. Yeah, but that's you know not I mean? so much that's it for me. It's back to all right, right. Another one. Yeah, this An- it's too much. It needs to stop. Yeah, it uh, needs to stop. But it's not going to. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I think it will. It's a train on. It's a train on tracks that don't that are continuously building itself. You know what I mean? Like I think they they're making less money every time they come out with one, and eventually. I mean, it already a lot of them cost more than they're actually making, so I, I honestly I think they will stop making them eventually, but they're gonna squeeze every last drop of milk out of that one. Well, I I don't know because I think the Disney Plus shows are showing that you don't have to have like a theater run that you can just put like a lot of production value into like six episodes and then let those six episodes on streaming pay pay your back end type shit. But so I think you're gonna see a lot more of yeah. that. But a lot more people are not continuing their membership with Disney. And That's true. And other, other That's true. Services. So it's like they're losing money and they're spending money making stuff. But but the amount of viewership they're getting is uh, is decreasing. Yeah, but I just think that that's one of those things that is going to fluctuate once you have like the material on the like back end. It's you just have to figure out how to get it out there. I think they need to start making like new stuff again. Like like what was that? What's that movie about? Uh, the Irish girl, the red haired. Brave, brave, wasn't that really good? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people like I that. Mean, that was an original. Dream, is that DreamWorks? Is that Pixar. DreamWorks? Is it, oh. Or is it? Oh, okay. Wait, are they Pixar. owned by Disney now? Are I they, mean, the they own everything? Are DreamWorks and Pixar competitors, or do they work together? They work together, kind of. I mean, I think it's like Disney, Pixar, Dream, kind of all the state. Like the studios work. Yeah, they're not owns, like comp- Disney owns all that. Pixar is yeah. the one with the lamp, right? Yeah, the yeah. DreamWorks lamp. is the little cloud. Yeah, with the they all kind of work together. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I mean, but yeah, I mean, there's so that, that I guess what I was trying to say hey, on cocaine, that. Is well, that like we talking earlier. Cocaine Bear, I feel like it's on the right track. Was on the right track of like a new. I heard it was funny. I, I liked it. Funny. I thought it, it was good. good for what it was. Type it of was thing. Dumb it got bad comedy. reviews and yeah. it got shit on, but it was good for what it was. I mean, so yeah. did the new Bill Burr movie, but I thought that was funny. The critics shit on that one too. But that's, I guess, that was the conversation we had earlier. Is like, there's not really a viable way to make a comedy movie in really any scale. Without the critics shitting on it and I it mean that, getting a bad box office yeah. and all all of those things, like a comedy movie is never going to be a producer's first choice because it's or never been movies. A, horror movies. I would say have a like even a better chance than comedy movies at actually go, performing uh, yeah, in the box any, office. Yeah, I will watch any horror movie. Like I, even if I know it's going to suck, I'm still going to watch it just because like the, a horror movies. This is weird thing where like it's just as fun to make fun of a really crappy horror movie. As it is to go watch a really good one. Yeah, they're they're both equally entertaining. Like you can sit there and laugh your ass off about some cheesy ass horror movie, and just be like, ah, what are we watching? And it's and by the end of it, you're just as amused as if it was a good movie. <laughs> and and that's what like kind of brings the conversation about like whenever you say like I, I kind of wish like you think it, it'll stop for the superhero movies or like wish it would stop. It's more so it's like you would you're betting on producers thinking that that those type of movies won't make like more than a comedy movie or a horror movie or a rom-com yeah a lot of these other things are getting their box office kind of hit but they're what people actually probably would rather have 
Instead, it's like, oh, bet, let's just bring fucking Blade back and throw some vampires getting killed I in, on, in a don't. theater, you know what I mean? But, like, that's kind of what I'm saying is, is it's that simple for a producer to be like, I don't think we would make some mov- some movies on, like, that um, type of, like, concept or topic. We should go back to action yeah. and bullets Reliable. and I, Fast I think, and Furious. And I think it's, like, like steady stream income, not, like, anything, like, really uh, mountains or anything like that. But if if they were to do... Like, like if there's one superhero movie that I would like to see, I would like to see Batman Beyond. Oh, dude, that would be I sick. I would love to see Batman Beyond. I don't care how much CGI you use because obviously you're going to have to because mm-hmm. it's Batman Beyond. I don't care. I just want to see yeah, it. Yeah, but they're already we doing. We grew up with that cartoon. Robert Pattinson, though, you know what I mean? So they're not going to probably do something like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I mean, that. even like keep a, doing those? Yeah, they're doing another one. I would like to see a DC version of like a, what they're doing with the Across the Spider Verse shit, like that animated version of like a theater film. You know what I mean? Like it probably will. I mean, at some point. I would like to see that because I think DC can go a lot darker. Well, usually goes a it's lot darker. It's supposed to. It's supposed to. That's the whole point. So in that, an- their animations it, are good. And through animation, I think that you could have a delve into the dark side of things a lot easier than you can with yeah. live action. Obviously, I mean, the Killing Joke. You know that? Comic yeah, yeah, yeah. that series? one's good as fuck. That's Joker literally cuts his face off and just like plasters it on the side of uh, what is it the the Gotham Police Department like wall. Eventually, later on in the series, he gets his face back and like straps it back onto his head, and it's like super like because you know it doesn't fit anymore, so you can see his muscle like under like his his smile is just pulled back by these straps. And you can see his, like, the muscle and gum and everything like that because it's not, you know, it doesn't fit anymore. And you can see it in his eyes and everything because, like, and it's like, that's dark. Like, yeah. that's freaky, dude. Like, I mean, that's, it, like, if you watch, if you look at the graphics, I wish uh, we don't have a computer hooked up right now. But but the graphic, you know, the novelization of it is uh, super dark. And it's like, why can't we get movies like that? Because that's the, everybody's favorite Joker, <laughs> or at least a lot of people that read the comics. That's is, their, you know. Is it going to reach a better, uh, more wide general audience? Wider spread general. I think that's what like the adult comic readers want to see, but they can't make those movies because they're gonna gotta they gotta think about the kids. Dude, that's the problem. Like, I guess that's the like the emphasis of the conversation Daniel and I were having earlier is like the problem is is that it isn't that there aren't these ideas of having better movies. It's that the people that are paying for the movies and funding these movies being made are more worried about their profits than a better idea. Yeah, that's probably true. And that's an issue whenever we're talking about like well. Fuck, this is like the thing that is driving a lot of people's idea of what art is or what a movie is supposed to be or a theater experience. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about like you love going to the movies. It's like are, are 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, people going to love going to the movies? Probably not at this rate. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. That would be disappointing if they didn't. Because I mean, like, I mean, it's never. Although it, it, they keep changing up the experience for the movie theater, which is cool. Now you get, you know, it's a full dining experience, which yeah. So that's you know, uh, if they keep doing stuff like that, then I, I think, uh, I think yeah, let's fine. get a ball pit in there. Fucking yeah, <laughs> okay. let's, get a, let's get a fucking ball pit in there. Because everybody I mean, has headphones, you can just scream at somebody. <laughs> Nobody's gonna care. Or screaming kids. We don't have to hear about <laughs> your. We don't have to hear your little shithead kid that just doesn't want to shut up. Why did you bring your kid into a rated R horror movie that's that young right. and he doesn't know how to shut up? Can I tell Why you? Why are you doing that? You're I tell you it for everybody. This might be a little fucked up, but so Do my it. sister was saying it's like it was her and her kids, and they went to go watch a movie at the theater, right? He kept hearing this kid yell, and they were like getting upset. They're like, "Dude, why did you bring your kid?" It's like one yeah. of those situations, right? 
and they were just like getting really annoyed. The kid kept like yelling, right? And then when they leave, oh no, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> <laughs> didn't they leave the theater like oh? What was it? I, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> I think I know where this goes. Just a, it, it's a special need. Ah, uh, ah, okay. Yeah. And now we're the assholes. Yep. Yep. Well, I don't feel but like. But it an was asshole. one. It, it, I mean, <laughs> it was one of those things that like they felt like an asshole because they're just like, dude, fucking shut up, and then you're like, that oh. that moment, yeah, I get that. You're like, ah, oh, my bad. Yeah, that is Actually, brutal. that would make me feel like shit. Yeah, because it's like you can't you can't tell them yeah. like. Don't bring them to the movie theater. Well, they and and they want to experience it. Like yeah, they, they should have be able every to right to experience. Yeah, the movie so the theater. headphones would be a good idea, I think. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying exactly. But but I mean like silencing headphones, everyone can watch the movie. It's surround sound. The problem with that would be True. like a sanitation thing. Like you'd have to clean them every uh, after every yeah, movie yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. new guests or yeah, have that's different when you ones get your for your own personal set that you, you take to every movie you go see. You could do that. Yeah, it's got its own design. It's like you gaming no headphones. That, you could do that or find a way to innovate. <laughs> doing that. You could find a way to innovate headphones that are e- cheap, like as cheap to make as the little paper 3D glasses. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, those they, didn't last They give long, those though. out to every. Well, even like the plastic 3D glasses. You know what I mean? Like they give those out to everybody that goes to those films. You guys, it you could be the same thing if you just hand a, every guest a little pair of headphones. If they're cheap and easy to make and they work, you know what I mean? Like that, it, it could be that simple yeah do but you like 3d movies Fuck no no the I don't C, who does it's a trope or it's like a gimmick i guess you would yeah. say yeah pretty yeah. gimmicky yeah, yeah so i went to it's go it's just see a way to get people to pay a little bit extra i yeah. saw piranha 3d back when that came out like 10 years ago that was pretty sweet i saw avatar 3d and i regretted it yeah because it was like three hour movie. <laughs> oh my god you just had those glasses on honestly i yeah. i do kind of miss the red and blue 3d oh. like that <laughs> shit was oh so God. silly it's just like what am i fucking watching Dude, we had bro? those at home <laughs> we had we had power rangers we had one of our power rangers was uh, i don't care what was he was 3d says. we had the glasses at home best 3d movie as a kid the rugrats time. 3d Spy Kids. <laughs> Spy Kids 3D. Spy Kids 3D. Spy I knew Kids what you were 3D. Say. Come on, bro. That's that, obviously that was the gassed. best 3D. I'm the guy. You're not it's the guy. It's freaking Bilbo Baggins. Whatever. What's it? Whatever. What's yeah, name? Elijah Wood. Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood yeah. yeah. Oh my God, Wilfred. <laughs> Dude, Wilfred's funny as fuck. That is a funny concept. That shit's um, hilarious. So what y'all think about the Matt Rack Matt Rack special? Matt Rack. I haven't it. watched it. You're yeah. the only one seen it. I mean, I've only heard bad reviews. Uh, I don't fuck. feel it's any. It's a conversation you're gonna have to have with yourself. I just want y'all to watch it. I mean, I've watched enough of it. I will watch it. I mean, but you're no, telling me it's not good, and I trust your opinion. Thank so you. It's no, like, I'm why not do I have wa- to watch I don't want to watch it then. You have to watch it. <laughs> Is you don't it have that to. I trust you? <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't have, have to, to watch it to know me. that it's yeah, not good. Yeah, someone else needs to watch it. Ha- I only made it halfway, but I need someone else to watch it. Why? To so suffer with him. Yeah, that way. But that's not fair for us. I can talk about it Communism. We you can talk about together. it with both of us. <laughs> you can explain it to us, and you can tell us how bad it is, and we can trust you and not watch it. Okay, That's I'll how that works. <laughs> Fine, y'all haven't seen it. I'll say this, though, to everyone. This is a PSA. You watch it. <laughs> no, yeah. No, don't watch it. Don't watch it. I'm, I'm, that was for them. D- don't watch it. Don't waste your time. But don't cancel him because he made some shitty domestic abuse joke. Cancel him. Because he just made a bunch of shitty jokes that weren't good. What was the domestic See, abuse joke? He was talking about there was him and his friend were at a restaurant and some lady was sa- serving him with a big black eye. He's like, and you know how she got the black, you know she didn't trip and fall type of thing, right? And you're like, all right, dude, all right. that's not even creative. It wasn't. And then so it's like 
they were serving her, and then basically they're like, "This is the face." He's like, "This is the face of the company. Like, this is <laughs> who you want to serve me." He's like, and his friend's like, "Yeah, put her in the kitchen or something." He's like, "Well, if she could cook, she wouldn't have the black eye in the <laughs> first place." That's still not that creative. It's not funny. It's but not it's funny. Also it's also not that bad. I mean, no, I'm not even gonna well, sit, sit here and def- try to defend it. It's like a joke it. that some shitty person would make in their garage exactly. while they're drinking. That's and like all your a friends fucking are like you're that friend that like all the other friends, you know, even though they're not that great. It's a Budweiser like, joke. Yeah, everyone's yeah, like, like e- that's a Budweiser joke. Did you have <laughs> to make the joke though? It yeah. was there, but you had to grab it. Right. <laughs> you had. I don't to. know. That's. But even if in the moment his friend said that, it was just like okay. That's what you chose to put in your stand-up? Not the fact, like, I'm like, that joke's yeah, not cancelable. Yeah, he didn't show that to anybody. That's where I'm or at. Or he like did show it to people, and everybody was like, oh, yeah. No, th- cool. this is no what I'm he's just getting pandered to. No, yeah, what yeah, I'm telling, uh, what I was telling him is, like, a lot of comedians, they usually will play to, like, crowds that aren't their normal crowds, so they can hone in and build the special to see what really works and what doesn't. Okay, that makes sense. But I think but he's, he's not one of those I don't comedians. think he's one of those. I think he plays to, like, the same crowds that love him. So they're like, ah, and then you're like, like anything uh, that comes out of his mouth is just godsend. I mean, yeah. it's basically what Bill Burr said about people who stop doing the clubs. Basically, it's like you got to do the clubs because if you're always just doing shows for the people that buy your tickets that are there to $200 see you, or $300 ticket. Well, not even that part. Your jokes. Not that portion yeah. of it. Mo- mostly just the idea if there are people there to see you. They're going to laugh. They're going to laugh. They're inclined to laugh. I mean, kind of I mean, not to impl- like directly correlate it to the show that we went to for Stavros, but it's like, I, I love Stavros's comedy. I've loved his special. I've watched a lot of his podcast episodes. Like, I, there's an inclination as soon as I walk in that door knowing I bought his ticket that I want to laugh at his comedy. He didn't comedy. buy his ticket. Yeah, well, well that's fair. We didn't buy the tickets. It's like, uh, it's <laughs> that's like fair, somebody that's... Sorry. That's fair, but my point is, is that like th- there is a difference between showing up to a fifteen to twenty minute set and nobody in that crowd knew you were gonna be there, right? So there, it's like it's like a surprise visit, whether they know you or not. They have no reason to laugh at your stuff unless it's funny type. Yeah, shit. absolutely. Yeah, so it, that gets more difficult as you get famous, though. Huh. Yes, but it also doesn't because Dave Chappelle was doing fucking stand up in parks. Yeah, but he's just. He's awesome. him. Like, he's I him. Mean, he's I'm not saying good, that. You know, I was just saying it's like there. Yes and no, because there are clear examples of people that were able to succeed without doing that. But I did not. I was going to say to to finish off the statement with the Matt Rife thing. He also did cancel cancelable thing that he did. He was like, if you get offended by my joke, here's a website where you can make a formal complaint type of thing. You click the link and then special need helmet. <laughs> special needs helmets. Which, <laughs> that to, was which funny. to be that fair, when funny. he told me about that, I was like, right, that's fucking that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's that what every, funny. Everyone was saying that shit was funny, but that was like the only, like that was the funniest part about any of yeah. this, spe- the whole special. And it wasn't in the special. It wasn't that, in the special. <laughs> well, so, yeah, right? It wasn't even I mean, actually yeah. part of the special. Yeah. But my that's like, that's like making, you know, it's like whenever you see somebody flirting, you know, like two people flirting. And it's just like one of them's just laughing at what the other the other person's joking. It's like that wasn't funny. Yeah, but they're just laughing their ass off. <laughs> You're just right. like, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah very yeah. funny. Yeah. That Why did they right? We got someone's yeah. got the right crowd. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even make a joke, and the other person will just start laughing. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I I think that there is something to it, but 
beyond that, there it's it's. I guess I w- another thing I was telling Daniel is like I like I said I haven't watched the full special. I'm not gonna defend the guy. I'm not gonna sit here and try to defend any part of him because I don't really like him as a comedian. But I mean, like I said, he's not like bad. That's the problem. Is is that he has a good stage presence. He knows how to work a crowd. He knows. I gotta how watch him. I've never he seen has anything he's. He done. has never confidence in the done. things that he's doing. He just doesn't have material. His comedy is bad. Yes. He's got. He's the entertainer. His comedy Correct. is bad. I would say that's so a bad all way of stage presence. Yes. If you were to watch no or if substance. you were to listen to it without being able to watch it, maybe it would not be funny at all. Uh, an album without visuals like would not work ever. I don't think right. it's funny no. at all. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not for you. That's the thing. Is that like again, th- we've had that conversation too about the Marvel movies. It's like if you're not here to uh take your kid to this shit and you didn't like pay attention to the comics and you want to see this depiction and you don't care about the toys, then Marvel movies aren't for you. In the same way that if you're not a woman that likes young white men, <laughs> then Matt Rife isn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. That's I guess I got to watch it. But it's I not mean, funny. You're t- like, but you're, the thing is, you're telling me to watch it, but exactly. you're not making me want to watch it. You shouldn't you watch know? it. Like, and yeah, I, I you should watch it. Like an hour on Wild of my out. life that I will not get back. Yeah, no, you. And wouldn't. I might come back here and be pissed at you. You don't want to watch it. It's really bad. Uh, I will give him money if I watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, I give everything a chance though, because I don't want to be like you know. <laughs> I don't want to be that person who's like, oh yeah, dude, he sucks. And like, have you seen any of his stuff? And you're like. But like I want to watch all of it. And get yeah, but I was saw. Fair shot. I saw a fair, a fair amount of the kid on Wild and Out. I saw a fair amount of him on like other shit that he's done. It's not like I don't. I've never seen his stand up. It's more so just like I have seen enough of his stand up to not want to watch it. Is this the pretty boy guy? Yeah. Oh yes. no, I've seen some of his clips. He's not funny. No. He's just a pretty boy. Exactly. Oh, that's so unfortunate. I didn't realize that's who you were talking about. And then, and then some. Th- when y'all said something, it just the came white, to my brain. It was the young white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- uh, or uh, no, no. What you said? Uh, he was in a uh, young wild, wild now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, that guy's not funny. No, no, no. But he's got. That's what I'm saying. This is kind of what I was trying trying to tell you is that like there's a difference between someone that has all the tools and no material, and all the material but none of the tools. And it's like, it's kind of equally bad to be both because you need both things. If you have like great material but no confidence in yourself and no stage presence and no ability to market yourself then how good are you you know what i mean like how funny can you possibly be like you might be a writer on snl one day but at that level type shit but if you have all of those things but no material then you're gonna be doing what what he's doing which is getting on netflix and having everyone disappointed (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude y'all want to go do some open mics i'm down i'd do it i'll give it a shot also, if you're looking to get into any type of stand-up comedy and Matt Reif has been disappointing you, a good good uh, specials this year, check out Ralph Barbosa dropped a special this year. Jeffrey Osmus uh, dropped a special this year. Obviously, Shane and Marks. Jane, and uh, Shane Gillis. Really, the whole fucking... Mark Norman. Park protects our Parks crew. Ari Shapir. Uh... Davros Hakias is about to drop one. Probably by the time this episode drops, he would have dropped his special already. Um, I feel like I'm missing a special special that I watched to drop this. Uh, Ali Sadiq's were, bu- were pretty good. Ali Sadiq, yeah, those uh, are some good comedians to go check out as well. Like all of those are really good. Ralph Forbosa is up and coming too. So I'm gonna go uh, check out all those. Yeah, I mean, sure, I'm the audience here that you're talking to. Yeah, hey yeah. Jeffrey Osmond, so that was my that was 
my favorite. Mark Norman, favorite, is my personal favorite comedian just because he's always on. He's never off. I wish I had more, like, energy to search for more comedians because, like, now I feel like whenever I get off of work, I don't have that much, like, energy to, like, kind of give somebody a shot type shit. It's yeah. not like that I feel – it's more so that I feel like I'm not able to mentally give somebody, like, my full attention after a full day to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's why I actually watch the pod, like podcasts. I don't really like watching a lot of the like as much of the bigger podcasts sometimes because it's just them bullshitting. Yeah, that's why like like for instance, Dan Soder was the reason I found Jeffrey Osman. Mm-hmm. Dan Soder was like that's one of my personal favorite comedians at the moment. Just like his style, I watched him. Was like oh shit. Yeah, Soder's one of my favorite, Fresh. not just podcasters but comedians, just because he's like a guy's guy type of shit. Like oh yeah, he's Who is very this? Dan Soder. Dan Soder. Yeah, he's uh he was first on like I think he first popped out on like uh Guy Code, um yeah. back when that came out. I'm so out of touch. Guy Code was on MTV. It was like where a bunch of comedians would just come on every week for an episode talking about like different rules to Guy Code. Like, oh yeah, you remember yeah, that? I got yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Andrew Schultz like and Charlemagne the God. But keep adding on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a bunch of That's comedians would just like That's do skits smart. and stuff like that and just make jokes every week. But it was on MTV. I think but I, I do remember that. Right a lot right. of the, a lot of comedians that we know of today is like the bigger comedians got their start on shows like that. Yeah, and. No, I mean, not start. Obviously, they were probably still doing clubs and shit like that. But that was a, their first big break of a, of a certain sense. But Dan Soder was one of the, always one of those, like, I don't have to try that hard. I'm just kind of being myself, and it, like, works for me type of shit. Yeah. That's something I've always fucked with with certain guys like that. Kind of like Chris Stefano oh, too. I feel like Chris Stefano is, like, somebody who's just, like, super bubbly. He probably tries a little bit harder than Dan Soder in a lot of ways. But yeah. he's one of those dudes that's just, like, not afraid to go, out, like, out on a limb type yeah, shit. Yeah, Chris is funny. You guys uh, ever watch that Actors Roundtable? Oh yeah, videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I was watching one in uh, who was it? It was uh, not Adam Sandler. Um, Adam Driver. No, it's uh, he was in the he was in the talk, but but no, it was not him talking. But he was on that episode. Uh, no, it was Tom Hanks, and because uh, you know he used pedophile. to he no. used to do. <laughs> they are saying Tom Hanks. I know, is a I know, I know, yeah. but but that aside. <laughs> But you know, like originally he did uh, comedies when he was like younger, younger, mm-hmm. right? Like, and uh, but it was interesting because he was saying the hardest thing for like he was like he could cry on set pretty easily, but even though he himself is like a comedic person, like he's a comedic personality in general, uh, he was like it's just impossible to get there. And they're like, all right, now like like make people laugh, and it, it, he was like every time on set that they ever did that, it was just silence. Yeah. It was crickets. And everybody's like, uh, uh, are you sure this is the guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, and I, can't all be Jim Carrey's, you know? Exactly. Or, or a Will Ferrell. There's a, exactly. they're very few and far between those, those type of. Will Ferrell's pretty funny just off the bat, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, what's that Jim guy? Carrey. Uh, he has the, I've always brain farted his name. Jimmy uh, Powers. He's got the show on, uh, Dating Adult Swim. Brides are there too. What? He's got the show on Adult Swim. Um, or he, they might have moved it. It's just his name. Joe Esperanza? No, no, he always no, destroys that's wrong. his desk every time he starts oh, the show. Oh, Eric Andre. Uh, yeah, Eric Andre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His stand-up, not funny at all. Shit I was thinking of Joe something. Did not I would, make me laugh. I would agree once. with that in a lot of ways. I think his stand-up is more so love another show, one of those things where it's like if you're a fan of Eric Andre, then you love his stand-up. I like it. I love the show. Like, I, I've always I'm not even saying that. I'm kid, saying, like, like, his stand-up, I was like. It wasn't right. very jokey. <laughs> like there yeah, wasn't no. a lot of storytelling either. So I mean, it's it's more so just like if you fuck with like the outrageous 
person that Eric Andre is, then you might like the special, but it's not really like yeah, joke comedy or anything. I think like that's that. everything nowadays. Everything is kind of like like find your. I mean, unless you want to be exactly huge, what unless is. you're wanting to be huge, you know, and you need a general audience in order to do that, and which then comes with sacrificing some kind of integrity to get there. Mm-hmm. Not always. I'm sure there's a way to do it, but I mean, like right, one yeah. of my favorite comedians yeah. right now is Kinda actually hard. Joe List in a lot of oh, ways. Oh, Joe List is funny too. I love and, Joe List. But he goes, he flies under a lot of people's radars, even though he's paired with like Mark Norman and other people like that. For I mean, yeah, he's definitely uh, his up there. Pod and shit like that. But he's one of my favorites right now just because of his like dry humor and shit like that. Like his his shit is fucking elite. But oh, yeah. um I don't know. There's something about like that's what I really love about comedy is how many different styles there are and how you can exist as a the goat of comedy just because of your style type shit. Like Like people look at Bobby Lee as like People look at Bobby Lee like a comedic legend, but he's never had a special. Not once. Yep. Yeah, that is really weird. And I'm not saying he's not a comedic legend. I like uh, he does never release stand up comedy. I wish Donald Glover did more than he did yeah. with this. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if y'all saw his stand up, but it was funny. Good. Was good. Like I thought I it, was, it was pretty damn, especially the Spider Man, like the Spider Man bit. Was I would be willing to. Hilarious. I would like, be willing to Michael say Sarah Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. I would be willing to say that like that might be something he takes up later in life because I mean he's still like kind of in his he's artistic. He's, he's still he in his artistic prime. Right? Like, yeah. He's not rapping anymore. I would say probably he say not. He no, probably I not. He said something about like I'm not gonna he's, do it anymore. Like I'm done. I mean for a while, probably for a while if he ever just. I've, yeah, they always come back because he's. I mean he's one of those people in the world that I mean it's just not creative. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's he been in so many different levels of creativity. Like, oh, I think college he, humor. His, yeah. his college humors are some of I can go back, even though they're like 13, 14 years old. And I still to this day laugh my ass off. And I've seen them a thousand times. Comedic actor, dramatic actor, comedian, musician, Dude, artist, a, writer, a great producer. Yeah. Like, I haven't watched Atlanta at all. Dude, that shit's gag. At you got to watch that. Uh, that what good. is it on? It's on Hulu. OK, yeah. it's yeah. hilarious. Okay, see, I told you, I've just not been on the TV movie shit game. I haven't seen, time. like, the last ep- couple episodes of that s- final season, but I definitely would recommend so it. So he still makes that now. No, no, it's no. It's not an old show. Oh, okay. That, so that, it was that has one. had its fina- season, or I'm sorry, series finale. Did it? I believe so. You can look that up. But I'm pretty sure they're de- they're not making that anymore. Um but that's kind of what I'm he saying. Is he's still, still in forever. He's gonna have to come back. He's and do something. still in his artistic prime. He's like continue. He's seen success after success after success yeah. in everything that he's done. Fucking community. The, the fucking pressure just yeah. Because everything keeps being good. Well, I don't know. He's doing different stuff. Would you would you say that it gets like that or even less? Because I mean, you could say this for for as an artist, it's like if you're seeing more and more reception after everything that you do, would that place pressure on you or relieve pressure of off of you? You know what I mean? Like. Uh, Probably place pressure because expectations. That's fair. And and you'll never meet anyone's expectation, like because their expectation is not your expectation, and you're you, and you're gonna do what your expectation is. So, you know. But from but a realistic, some people are really good at just ignoring the fact that other people have expectations. That's fair, but so. from a realistic point of view, would you not say that like after you having that mentality after every success, like there's only a few of those that you can really like tell yourself like, all right, well I'm not like that because 
I, you keep succeeding in these different fields and you keep telling yourself like, well, no, I mean, expectations are going to rise. I mean, maybe the pressure is still on me. And so, but like you keep succeeding. Yeah. It's like, how do you, there's got to be a threshold you cross where you're like, nah, I'm just fucking like that. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I was, uh, talking with one of uh, my other bandmates about, uh, I was thinking about doing, you know, just a different genre every album. Yeah. And that would be fucking it, you know, crazy. Maybe not, maybe not covering every single genre there is, but just, covering completely different ground every time we did an album i was talking to them about that and that, that's something i mean you know i'm not speaking for them they, they probably don't want to do that but it's probably just a me thing but i think that would be super interesting and really cool because there's a band i like called uh king gizzard and the lizard wizard check them out if you don't know who they are there's a lot of memes about motherfuckers whose favorite band is king gizzard bro they're king they're great gizzard and the lizard <laughs> wizard. they're not my favorite band but i like th- well them and then uh, all them witches does it too but they do it you know, they're more in their own pocket thing. Whereas King Gizzard, they literally, like, I mean, they've got, like, one of their albums is, like, metal. Another one's just really poppy. Another one's really psychedelic rock. Is So I think that would be cool because then you don't really have to worry. I mean, they probably stopped worrying about the expectation thing because mm. they're like, people know it's going to be different this time. Yeah. That's what we do. That's fair. So I'm like, that probably relieves a lot of pressure because they're just like, I mean, we don't have to, ex- like, like we don't care about expectations. Like, you that know takes it's time not going to be that. the same. Like It takes longer to build something. Thinking that everyone wants that. And like. that's their thing, you know? So can somebody else do it and it's as cool? Maybe not because that's their thing that they changed every time. Yeah. You know, so. I don't know because, I mean, there's, I- it's also a beautiful thing to be able to, one, like, step into different genres but then also like create different concepts within the same genre to be able to create like variability in your music i think both of those paths are really crazy and like you have to obviously be incredibly talented to do either one of those things i would think well i was gonna say the changing it up one would take more effort but (laughs) it almost seems like it would take a lot of i mean it would definitely take a lot of effort to do the same genre, but continue to come up with original things within the genre. Right. Because That's kind of what that kind of like puts you in a bottleneck where you really got to flex your capabilities there. The so range there. Yeah. It's tough, though. I think in like eight year like kind of path, like whether it's like doing what you're saying or just even doing the same genre with with like a. Like a good, a, a good, a good example for that is like Logic in a way. Like he did concept albums within like the rap genre. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that they were the best, but I mean there are concept okay. albums within that genre. You know what I mean? There he was, was able to be that. original in, in what he was doing, t- type shit. But you know what I'm trying it's to say? so broad at that point. I mean, more like if you're a death metal band yes. and you're always having so the and and you're gonna keep doing that. So the next album still has to be or the next song still has to be death metal. It's gonna be a death metal song. But you have to do it in a way that other people, including yourself, have not done it yet without without leaving the genre. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that that also seems equally as difficult. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. for sure. But I think it, at the end of the day, it's the easiest to like box yourself in. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I guess it's also hard to box it like because then you everyone's expecting that same thing. It's like See, oh, this new the album was different. Like, why don't you do the old shit? Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. I try to never do that. To yeah, people. but then it's also that part. I it's hate just more digestible if you do like something that's similar or like something that you feel like people are gonna want a little bit more. Adverse to like changing it up every time because then people are like, ah, oh, I, I don't know what to ever expect. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I don't know, because I, I, I would agree with you. I hate that mentality of, like, I, I wish this was, like, the old shit. Because it's, like, the artist is growing with you. So, like, if you want it to be, like, the old shit, then you want either, one, you to... One, you're admitting that you haven't grown. And, two, you're admitting that that artist shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that how, uh, like, I like Motley Crue. That's kind of what they did, right? Like, they got older, but they just didn't change. Like, they were like, no, nah, we can be this old and still go out there and do that. You don't have to keep, but then people songs, get tired like, of that because right. then yeah. you're just like, all right, you no, no, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, I mean, you know, it's like the, you know, it's like, uh, what's his name? Forget <laughs> Paul McCartney. It's like he didn't keep going out there writing rock songs. He started sitting down, playing piano, and singing, and it's like everybody loves that shit. So yeah. there's two ways to do it. Either you got to set the pace, which will take longer, like in the long run, that you're gonna switch it up and you know keep things fresh and constantly try out different styles. Or two, you have to be just so good at the f- one style that you're doing that it's just like constantly it sounds new. Not even just that. I was th- I was saying just so good that you're like, hey, I'm gonna try something new, and everyone's just like, we love you no matter yeah. what you do. Those are your two options. Yeah. See, that's the thing is that, that like you have to be coming from a place of like believing in whatever you're doing. Otherwise, because that's the thing is if you're allowing the reactions from the crowd or the critics or whatever to guide how your next song or next piece or next album is supposed to come out or which realm you want to step into based off of what people like then you're never going to truly find like your avenue it has to be that thing that you're believing in is going to work and if it doesn't then fuck it you know what i mean like you believed in something you put your all into it and fucking it didn't work i mean at least at the end of the day you get to say you fucking did that yeah but if you're just trying to m- formulate you're, then you're always playing from behind because you're always just playing this game of what is good, not what could be good type shit. Well, let me ask you guys a question. What's your favorite genre of music and what about it is like the part that makes it your favorite genre? Go first. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> that I is would an annoying question. I'm sorry, but I was just curious. No, no, it's not an annoying question. It's more so it's like I wouldn't know how to d- answer the second part because, I mean, the answer for me is hip hop and R and B. The like the why is more so about, I guess where I come from. Like uh, it was all I listened to as a kid. That's all my dad played. Well, what what aspect? I mean, that of makes it? Sense, would you say right? it's like the feeling of it? Like would you say like for instance? Well, like so what I was gonna say is is that I've always been more interested in the poetry, and rather than the actual like quote unquote music, if that makes sense. Like, so but rap could be considered poetry. So why specifically hip hop and R? Because of the typical, and this might come off the wrong way, but the typical topic of song, if that makes sense. In rap, lovey dovey shit, or that, or like I'm, or I uh, like a lot of the the R and B song that comes to mind is more of soul in R and B, but like "Dance with My Father" by Luther Vandross. That has nothing to do with anything other than a kid missing his dad that died type shit. Yeah. Or, uh, that is a beautiful song that touches me like in a lot of like places that kind of come from like it makes me think about my dad and like the day that if he whenever he, he does eventually pass then like there's going to be a part of me that wants to play that song and it's like damn like that's my pops and like this is where I come from and da, 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 da. like there's a lot of emotional attachment to like the genre that I experience I guess you know what I mean it's not I- about like I guess the music. It's about like where it comes from and what it attaches to in my I guess in my brain, if that makes sense. That's fair. Uh, I don't know. That's a hard question. Realistically, I really growing up, I loved like ambient a lot, like ambient. 
Korean aspects to like what? Like uh, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm assuming it's like honest. bands. Uh, uh no, nah, I just no? loved ambient. Nah, like ambient like music, there wasn't like specific. Not trance. No, no, trance isn't. It's no, trance right? is electronic, but ambient's okay. like more spacey. Like growing up, there was a, uh, is this a form band of called Hammock. Talking about or a form of electronic that you're talking about? Nah, dude, ambient. It's like a form of rock, or what is it? Well, yeah, because ambient's just a descriptive a word. word. Yeah, yeah, it like can so be all of those. Okay, so so just anything ambient, like bands it's that are ambient, spacey. electronic that's ambient. I mean, but there's a- like so ambient as a whole. There's like a like. But that's pretty a much subset of something, right? But then there is like ambient rock, and then right. there is okay, ambient more, electronic. Okay, right. But so ambient as a whole, ambient, specifically, like, like yeah. if so you're looking up like ambient, just ambient, it's going to be a specific sound. Okay. It, it tends to be more like rockish, but it's more just ethereal sounds. Well, like, is yeah, it kind of yeah, like def- folk? Definitely. Like there can be folk country, folk rock, folk like other stuff, like yeah, ambient can be like ambient can be applied to different genres almost. But specifically, it's just more ethereal, spacey soundings. Usually, like Hammock wah, is a good wah, band. Wah. <laughs> no, okay. I don't know what you're. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't put M83 like as ambient. Maybe? Like shoegaze is a form of ambient. I would say shoegaze is a form of ambient. I like, I like some shoegaze bands, honestly. That is a form of I ambient. Like I would say intro by M83 might fall into that. Well, yeah, there's a lot of different. M83 was my is probably still one of my favorite audience. Well, obviously, op- not op- all artists. of their music. No, yeah, because they they cover like some rock stuff. Right. They cover some like poppy stuff they do like a lot of electronic stuff a lot of like ambient stuff uh, without a doubt probably one of my favorite producers creators he shits on electronic music a lot uh which i also think is kind of funny why do you like ambient though i uh, just like the feeling man it just like it's like a calming maybe and like a it really gives me like a like I, I don't know it brings me t- personally to a place that makes me feel like i'm exactly where i need to be or, like, it brings me to a place that I feel like I've been, but I haven't, you know what I mean? Like, it always takes me back to, like... A temporary nirvana, maybe? Almost, yeah. Like, even, like... like a very it makes, it's like, like, you know how people feel, I guess, a nostalgic? Like, I like I think of, like, when I'm a kid, but it's not that. Because there's not, like, anything when I was a kid that like I was... Like, the soundtrack to your dreams, almost? Yeah. It feels like I'm... Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, this is a like moment. A, like a home yes, type of feeling? Yes. It's very, yeah, very much that. But, like... Now I would say if I'm talking music, it's definitely gonna be like, 140 or uh, like drum and bass for, just cause the like, 140 like beats per minute is that is that is that's what it's based off of oh. yeah but that's so the genre all songs all the it's songs are in 140, it's a it's a style of dubstep just in 140 BPM. Okay. So it but it's called they call it because it are this it's okay. just they're all coincidentally give, in no, 140. I'm gonna give you the um history real quick so. 140 actually derives from the original dubstep, right? Like when they so like the Silver Apple. S- it's what? like a band from. I don't think I was like. Sorry. No. Okay. Anyway. But so essentially, like dubstep, there was like the original dubstep people used to live listen to in the UK and stuff, like right. burial and shit. Like and 90s. They evolved a little bit. Rusco was kind of like a, a turning point at one point, and and then from there, like kind of evolved into bro step what they call bro step which is a lot of dubstep <laughs> producers that pr- no it's the the high pitch just no sh- excision that shit yeah, yeah 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 uh but people call it bro step because it brought a lot of broy type of people and people who create that type of dubstep uh tend to hate that name but that's what it got labeled with was was bro step well you know it is what it is it no. is what you don't I, you don't choose the label. Your crowd I think it chooses was a, the label. It, the crowd did choose because they hated <laughs> it, dude. They fu- like the original dust up lovers hated it. 
but we wrap back around, and 140 is a, it's different, but it's pretty much the closest derivative of that original sound. But it's funny how it just wrapped back around. Everything the, happens in the cycle. But the genre like had changed so much, and what people associated with it, it created a whole new genre when it's basically just the original fucking sound. That's yeah. Well, I mean, everything. It's hilarious. Everything exactly. happens in those cycles, right? You know, like, I mean, just yeah. like we see people walking around wearing bell bottoms again now, and people wear, have mullets again now. And people, yeah. You know, everything happens in the cycle. It all, it all comes back around. He said, not me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> not I. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I didn't want a pair of corduroy bell bottoms. Bro, I saw I somebody with a, my brother. My brother a had a corduroy Nike hat at fucking Thanksgiving. I, I love corduroy. That shit looked so fire. I, was I like, bet it did. I was like, <laughs> I, I kind of need that in my closet right now. I want now. black corduroy bell bottoms that I can wear to a fucking death metal show. I, I kind of want a, like a corduroy like crop top. A cr- I'm sorry. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Dude, I want a crop. I saw I saw your brother wearing a crop. I was like, yeah, in fucking I Salt Lake. I, a, I, don't, I don't think I could rock a crop top. I was like, I so people are bringing the crop bring, people are bringing no, crops no, no. back. I was getting hate. I, don't get me wrong. I wear a lot of different types of crops. I wouldn't. I don't put think that. you were getting hate. I think you were just getting chopped on. It's not. I don't no, think it's the same the thing. There's nobody. Been back. There's nobody that was like Daniel. You should really change. It's more so like ah. <laughs> yeah, you can wear the crop top. It's back. I still the crop top for dudes I, is back, dude. It, it, I mean, yes and no. I would My say my dad used to wear a crop top. I would say yes and no is a good. It's good definitely answer. like beach wear though. It's not not exactly though. Fe- I think best wear. I think it just depends. I think we're in the entering of well, I don't know. We've probably already been in it, but in, at least entering at the very least entering into a phase of fashion where it just doesn't fucking matter. No, no. Uh, I saw a meme that was like, there used to be fashion trends. Now it's just customizing your avatar. And then it was like, you know, it was a picture of a bunch of different fashion trends in like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Mm. And then it was just now. And it's just everyone. And it, it's a, it's just one picture of uh, it might of be New York or Boston. People. I don't know where it's at. But it's just every, like they're, no one's paying attention to each other. So they're not related to each other. But they're all just wearing outrageous shit for no reason. Like yeah. and none of it makes sense. And it's just like there's no, there's no, uh, bro. There's a lot of bullshit going on that's being called fashion, and that's real. Like yeah. there's a seventy-five dollar yeah. Prada tank top. It's just a regular fucking Hanes tank top with Let's fucking go. holes in the fuck. Like I'm not talking about just like little like bullet holes or nothing like that. I'm talking about like rips in that yeah. bitch. Just like white tank top, ripped the fucking part. Like or the I can, mesh. I can make this for wearing? you for one dollar. Yeah. <laughs> the the including labor. Well, that's the idea. <laughs> so it looks like they did make it right. It know. is the whole point, right? Yeah. It's like to it's. I mean, that's art, right? It's just like I know. There's a name. There's that's a the problem. Is the that fashion, fashion is getting sense. to this place where it's like it's art. It's like what? Well, I thought this was supposed to be wearable in my, like a practical well, sense uh, to a degree. The extreme and fashion, you know, like your true. New York. We talked about this on one of the last podcasts. So we don't have to go back into it, but but there's there's always been that extreme New York, you know, those crazy laser glasses, you know, that are just like yeah. cyclops, you know. There's always been that shit, but it's just and, like and incorporating some of that, <laughs> right? Incorporating some of that into like your average person's life is probably not that easy, and you could do it, but at that point, like you said, you're just fucking decorating your avatar. This isn't like an actual we fashion. You worked <laughs> in a chemical plant, and you walked in with those cyclops Glass. sunglasses. <laughs> You're gonna get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> be like, Corey, 
what the fuck do you think you're doing? Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I love both sides. It's it's crazy being like in a middle point because there's one part of me that's like I do love the expression of art, and there's one part of me that is like. All right, if you walked in, maybe you should get punched in the face. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit what of both. What the fuck are you doing? But there's Disturbing also the, the part of me like that. <laughs> even though I do love the expression art, there is also a part of me where it's like, so yeah, some of those kids, it's like, all right, calm the fuck down. And they're like, some of those people are pretentious because they're like, you don't fucking get it. Or you, you don't have see the, to be to you have see the, the YouTube channels are like, like how much is your fit type shit? It's like Prada Bell fifteen hundred, fucking these pants fifteen hundred. Those, sh- those videos fucking suck. It's like what are we fucking doing? Just describing how much money all of these kids are wasting on shit they didn't need and don't look good in. Yes, <laughs> but then I am on the opposite side. Like the people who would punch those kids in the face. Sometimes I think they are a little judgmental. But or they're mad. Maybe it's a balance mad. in life. It's a life. Maybe balance. they're mad because they're not confident enough to do that. That's and not th- it. That's not. That's one hey, way of I'm looking an at optimist, it. Okay. <laughs> Let's try to stay positive, <laughs> dude. We talked about this before. No, uh, but I mean, optimism would say that like there is a way out of this sphere of where fashion is kind of like the status quo type shit. Like, if you're not wearing... Yeah, you have to eliminate fashion. We all wear gray and black. I'm not even saying that, but we have to stop using our expressions as a way of saying I'm better than this person or that person. That's kind of where I'm at. I don't think it's possible because that's just a part of the human psyche is the ego, and you're going to project your ego on your... Right? You know what I mean? I'm wearing intestinal stuff, you know yeah, do cosmic vibes. You know, yeah, I mean, it goes as far <laughs> as like it says. goes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> are you buttoning? Fuck is up, Holmes. <laughs> it's fucking sleepy, eh? You kind of. <laughs> it's a little fucked up, but you kind of do look I, like I that. I don't think. Uh, I, I mean, I think uh, personality. Part of your personality is your ego, right? Like that. Like I feel like they're kind of the same thing. So. If you're gonna have your personality in your clothes, then I don't think it's, I don't think it's avoidable. No, no, no. But I think the can thing I that is have it in my body. The thing that is avoidable what? is allowing your ego. What to can you have pers- in your body? My personality. You said you. Ha- I have it in my clothes. <laughs> so Whatever you put in your body is up to you. But <laughs> yeah, like, that's up to you, dude. Can I keep that on me at all times, or does it have to be in my you clothes? Whatever you be boofing is up to you, you dog. <laughs> yeah, I boof my personality. Go straight to <laughs> the dome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on this podcast, no boofing. No, dude, you got a booth in the kitchen. Air. In the kitchen? <laughs> wow, literally just steps right away. Where you eat. Yeah, bro. Or the, where you cook the food, I guess. Maybe not. You don't you know where I eat. Not <laughs> <laughs> I don't Typically, eat my kitchen. food does not make it to the table. I, if I'm cooking for myself, I'm probably eating it standing up in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, while I'm boofing. <laughs> yeah, while <laughs> boofing. Yeah. You got to boof the first bite. Yeah, I boof laxatives <laughs> so I can keep eating. They say camera eats first, but my asshole eats first. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we have no women viewers, guys. It's okay. They'll be back. (laughs) Sometimes I'll tell that to my tables when I'm working. I'll be like, ah, Instagram eats first. They're like, ha, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. Put your shit down and eat. (laughs) 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 And then everyone just gets quiet. Standing over them, just not even. I got other tables to have. Get out of here. I'm not gonna lie. I do hate that. Like some of my nightmares are just me like stress out at a serving job. It's like I haven't worked at a serving job me in two too, years. <laughs> I haven't worked at a serving job in two years yeah, though. It's called and I'm my still life. Having this fucking like trauma <laughs> experience some nights. It's a really scary shit. <laughs> so our bar printer, when a when a ticket prints out for 
you know, the the well bar the to make a drink. Yeah. It's like you you know, like I mean if you're standing next to it, you hear the beep and it's that beeping sound. And I'm usually on well, right? So I hear the beep, but I'll be serving. I'll be a server on the other side of the bar, not even close to the printer. And I could be by the kitchen door and I will literally just hear beep and I'm like <laughs> and, I just, and I just turn around and instinctively, I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? You're not bartending. It's like, wait, get out of here. <laughs> what, what drink needs to be? Oh, fuck. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's, it's like the most Pavlovian. One of those that, things that, like, That shit is real, dude. If, if Look, fuck Tom Cruise, okay? Psychology is a real science. And there's your proof right there. <laughs> Scientology. Wait, did you say Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks? Tom Cruise. He's oh. a Scientologist. <laughs> was like, he was famous for saying on whatever late or no, it was like a no, 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 Tonight I, Show or whatever. I was like, Tom Hanks is a Scientologist too. I thought that was Tom nah, Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> was, no, no, no. Yeah, also, Cruise. if you don't tip, fuck you. You don't need to watch this podcast. You suck tips. Tip but, your servers. Yeah, you suck the tip. Tip your bartenders. I just say considerate. Show some compassion and some empathy, you fuckers. I'd say additionally, 20%. you can still watch the pod. Just start tipping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Argue with yourself. Yeah, twenty percent of free is free. So you like why should I have to tip? I don't know. Why should your employer have to pay you? Why don't we just fucking bring back fucking slavery for everyone, huh? Yeah, fuck you. Why don't you tip? What if if you were to get paid hourly, what Didn't would know you, where you want were going as with that, a server? Right. Well, I was gonna get what do you paid think's fair? In it, Texas, in Houston, Texas. Right now? Yeah. I I'd take eighteen. That I'm would be sure fair, you right? would, buddy. With the <laughs> option, I mean, that's, like, no, that's about average. Like, 18, that, that's, uh, 18 maybe to start. Even 20 in some restaurants, depending well, like, on you know. Well, look, see, this is the thing. I think overseas, that's the idea, though. Overseas, they require you to get a degree to learn about, like, the knowledge of, like, food and wine and, and a lot of, like, a lot of shit. And they pay their servers, like, 65-plus K a year. Right, they're on salary. No I, tips. I, and so here's where I'm at. I don't is know if that's is every that country, but I'm sure better. that's better. Is that better, though? Well, I mean, are they getting you, benefits? Look, if I get yes. fucking dental with that, yeah, it's better. Why? Cause if, like, because it's, benefits. It, here's what I'm – but even that is, I mean, like, there's a lot, a lot of people with benefits. Benefits, it doesn't really mean anything unless you have good benefits. If I, if I, get, <laughs> dental, if I get dental, I don't care. I'm right. not going to lie. A lot of people have shitty dental insurance is what I'm saying. Is it <laughs> hey, you know what's better than – uh, you know what shitty dental uh, insurance is better than? Don't say no dental insurance because that's not true. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> not true. But, uh, I, I think whenever – I remember when the Obamacare thing first came out, I had uh, – and I was young. I was like 18, and they were like, oh, now you can get – you know, and of course they had to do the thing where they were like, you know, everybody can get Obamacare, and so we had to do like a whole meeting about it and everything. And straight up my managers were like, do not get it. It's worse than it's worse than not it's having insurance. It's literally like, like a lot of situations like and, and you know that's true. Yeah, and so a lot of situations yeah. that you're paying. Uh, so you're paying a m- sometimes monthly, usually biweekly stipend for your insurance. If you have good insurance, that biweekly stipend is not cheap. If you have bad insurance, it's still pretty much not that cheap. I mean, it, you might have like a a little bit l- higher copay and a higher like fucking um, deductible. But, like, that insurance shit is not cheap. So, like, if you – here's where I'm at. If if you're talking about dental, if you don't have that much dental work that you need done, you have you're a dental insurance. Yeah, it varies for you're, everybody. You're paying for almost nothing on a biweekly basis. 
until you actually go use that shit. But yeah. at that rate, you might be saving a couple bucks on the year. <laughs> it also wouldn't hurt to do like you know weekly cleanings and fucking weekly cleanings weekly isn't cleaning? a thing. Weekly, the most cleaning somebody gets is four times a year. Uh, quarterly, quarterly, <laughs> and even that is like I haven't seen a whole lot of insurances that pay for four. But regardless, I think I po- used to when I was younger. Regardless, po- po- the point is is that like I forgot how we got to this. My point is is that like it's not that tip your servers. It's not that simple yeah, because bartenders. I think like if there was a server or bartender making more than sixty five k, they'd be like, yo, what the fuck. I don't want this just, like, insurance, like, this little insurance to make me feel like I'm taking my pay cut and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, I went to school for this shit and now I'm all, I'm making less money. Like, there's people that would probably like have that mentality. than I would be. No, 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 not angry. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> in that conversation, it's like, is, true, is it better or is it just, like, is it just, like, a trade-off, you know? That's kind of where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, it's that's definitely, I mean, true. Yeah, it, I guess it really that's depends fair. situational for everybody at that everybody, point, real yeah. honestly. Because I mean, a lot of these things like you, well, that 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 uh, that cushion, that safety cushion, that yeah. that knowledge, that, that assurance, that, net, that it is there. The 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 um job knowledge safety is, is like. I mean, I bet you their turnover rates at restaurants in other parts of the world are not what they are here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's not people going from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant working. You know, it's they like. I mean, they probably settle into the job a lot more if that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, so then, and then mean, eventually the. Services probably maybe better because they've settled. Yeah, you the build job. rapport. Yeah, probably like better standing with the guests and stuff, and more knowledge. 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 Is power. Knowledge. God damn, we uh, gotta get that. Yeah, I want that on a shirt. We're making honestly. If I'm making any shirts, knowledge. it's gonna be a knowledge shirt. It's gonna be like fine and dandy on the knowledge. back. Knowledge. Because you know what's important. Fine and dandy. That knowledge. That's true. Also, the more you learn, the more you yearn. The more you earn stern. Yep. <laughs> right, I'm going to take this moment to uh I did it early in the the <laughs> thing we did the last time before, you know, we had fuck ups. But yeah, Cole. Yeah, yeah. sorry guys. <laughs> but I kicked if you over a cord and the whole thing just was fucked after that. Yeah. If there's any critiques that you guys have, any suggestions, anything you want to talk to us about, we were thinking about maybe doing some adding some segments into the podcast, you know, maybe doing what was it? Live chats was, was live an chats, idea. That was live chat. Yeah. If there's any ideas you have or if you think those are good ideas, let us know. Shoot any is any of us DMs. You can shoot the uh, Twitter or the Instagram, which the Instagram is so fine, so dandy or the uh X or Twitter, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that's gonna be uh Good job, buddy. Finish from far, I think it's still with that I one. I think is. it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, need, yeah. um, need to change that. But um, yeah, shoot us a message, let us know. Uh tell us what you do like about it, like what interests you, what keeps you watching, what brings you back as a guest. Should we bring in more guests? Which guests should we bring? Or like uh is there anybody you would like to see back on? Any of those things. Just let us know, you guys. We do take that into account. We're trying to get better, We're trying to, you know, push this forward so we could do more for you guys as well and expand this uh, and make things bigger and better. I just want to do more for us. And knowledge. And knowledge, yeah. It's all about that knowledge. Yeah. I want to learn about math. Boofing K. And by that, I mean knowledge. <laughs> it's right in there, dude. Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> that big K, knowledge. Little K, big K, medium K. There's no such thing as a medium K. Knowledge. You just named the three K's. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Disappointed. (laughs) Disappointed, but not surprised. (laughs) 
that's, yeah, that's probably true. Nah, but it is crazy. I was thinking about it too. So like, just like waking up every day, like doing stuff like this. I know because we were just talking about like art in in general, like uh, kind of setting and creating your audience is is a weird thing because you gotta like. I know some people are big on PR, right? Some people are like, you got to act this way. You got to look this way. This imaging and Imaging stuff like that. and branding. But isn't like being yourself, I think, the best branding? See, I mean, Bert talked wow, about dude. it at one point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just be yourself. Wow, that's some advice we've never oh, go- heard before. Okay, going back to <laughs> going back. <laughs> You're a dickhead. Going back to Matt Rife, so I got to say this. There was this clip, right, where they were talking about, like, being a hater, he's like, you know, I just realized. I mean, this isn't word for word, but this is essentially what he said, almost word for word. Kind of word for word. I we I realized that, you know, being a hater is just like me seeing somebody that has something I didn't have, or maybe get an opportunity I wasn't able to get, and like I felt like I deserved. And you know, I just realized, you know, hating somebody is just usually like you're jealous that they have something you don't have. I mean, someone's like, wow, that's really profound. Like the girl was like, I never thought of that. He's like, do you think that people hate Bin Laden because they're jealous of him? <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, was reacting to his stand-up? Yeah. No, no she's she reacting was to him because he was the one that was saying was the hater. Oh, he was yeah, saying yeah, the yeah. hater yeah. thing. Yeah, they yeah. went on a podcast, and he was saying like that, that whole spiel, and she was like, wow. Yeah, I'm just really thinking. Yeah, exactly. She was like, I was really just thinking about it. <laughs> she was like, what a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that was really good. Never heard that one before. You fucking... Uh, Right. So what about Osama bin Laden? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that girl's funny. Right. I kind of want to know about her. She's hilarious. She sounds funny. I forgot funny. whose pot it was, but um, I I just saw the clip. But that shit. Classic. But clips. but Bird talked World about that though, like the the idea that when you're trying to be something that people what you think that people want to see, then you you might be able to find success through it, but. Sh- you, he didn't. He, what he was saying is, is I didn't tr- truly find my success until like I let go of all that shit and was just who I was. Like for a long time, I was a comedian who was doing all this shit to try to like show out for people. But now that I'm just the guy that I enjoy being and I've always enjoyed being, people love me even more. And I didn't really expect that type shit. That's kind of what that is. It's like once you kind of dr- like drop the mask and just show people who you truly are, people respect that genuinity and it's to so. a degree. Yeah. yeah. That it w- you're saying that about Matt Rife, though? No. no, I was talking about Bert because uh, oh, okay. he said something right, right, about right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just thinking, because I, I was thinking about it, just you know, especially with uh, now throwing events, doing this. My brain was just fried. Yep. Um, but Stupid it's kind of it's kind of like constantly doing these things. You know, there was a point where sometimes you're like, "Damn, why am I?" Like, I know why I'm doing. It, you know what I mean? But like, you got so much going on, you're like. You know, like, something that, like, am I doing the right thing? Like, am I doing the right stuff, you know? And especially, like, I, Spotify rap just happened, too. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of artists right now that like, comparing numbers. Like, people are like, oh, my Spotify rap, and they think it's this cool thing. But then it's, like, this metric to compare yourself to others. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, that's what it, I mean, when you boil it down, it's like, look at what, look how good I did this year. I mean, at the end of the day, I, w- I always thought that <laughs> shit was, like, while being, I guess, like a quote-unquote cool feature, it's very pretentious. Like, who cares what you listen to this year? Why do you need to see a review of it type shit, you know? Like I mean, I get, uh, I mean, I get, I mean, so, so I got a couple friends that did it. I get, I get why they did it. I'm not going to do it, but. Uh, I never post it. I like to look to 
be like, oh, damn, what was I, I, I don't even to? know how to look at it. I, I, I didn't look at mine, but I wanted to. It's on to the app. I saw you, it. you just got to pull up the app, and it's on, like. It's like a notification? Shit. No, you just, like, when you open the app, it's like a banner. Yeah, oh, it's kind of ridiculous for me, though. I use YouTube music way more, so it's like. Spotify is all the stuff that I, like, wasn't really listening to on YouTube music. It's, like, too... I mean, I just use Spotify for, like, one playlist. It's called Mellow Bars. It's, like, a fucking, like, un- almost, like... Not Lo-fi? No, it's it's still, like, hip-hop and, uh, and rap and R&B, but it's more, like, underground, like, stuff on a certain vibe. It's, like, very, like, lyrical and, like... It's kind of lo-fi beats to a degree, but kind of jazzy-ish, like kind of so jazzy. Some like saxophone. I use iTunes for everything else. Really? Yeah. So Does you Apple still Music? Use Apple Music. Apple Music. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I hate Apple. You're probably. Music. I think it's you free. might be, and I'm not even hating on you. I just think you might be the only person I know that uses. It's it's free for my because uh, through my package or whatever with my cell phone. So I mean, I'm not gonna pay for anything. Damn, else. I didn't know they even did. It's the that. same music on everything else. I mean, we'll say YouTube Music is the best. I don't care. I will well, say YouTube that like music has everything because you just have to upload it to YouTube. I would say everything's uploaded to YouTube. They get less money per stream. Artists do. The only reason that that uh, sucks for the artists. The only reason that I don't have like a a dog in the fight in the music app game is because I'm very much a casual when it comes to music. I'm zero percent like worried about the curation of a playlist or how the algorithm works or how it. I don't give you enjoy music. Any of that. You enjoy music, but you're maybe not like a music person. N- exactly. I mean, yeah. I listen to much more podcasts. Right. Much more. That's like fair. probably like ninety to ninety ten easily. That's where I'm at right now. I have a couple different podcasts. I've got like an occult confessions podcast I I listen to, and I honestly wanted to shout them out because they're really good. They do good shit, and they don't do any profit, so you have to donate for them to do it. And they're funny, and mm-hmm. they just go through like just the weirdest stuff. They go through all these like folklore things and like like uh, they did one that what was it the I mean, they've gone through Scientology. Do they get like they've specific about it. And shit? Yeah, for sure. Oh, Every episode, yeah. and uh, the dude's a uh, he's a professor in something like theology or something like that. But uh, yeah, they go like that's where I learned that um, the Jack Parsons dude that invented rocket fuel was an occult scientist. Like, he, like he would do rituals and he was you know in super into magic and all that stuff. And, but he was a legitimate scientist, you know. Mm. And then and like and uh, you know, of course, the whole time they're talking about it, they're just like laughing about it because you know they don't believe any of it. They just made the podcast for it, right? They're just going and for it's it. It's super shit. entertaining. So shout out to them. You People know, who Jason Love is. Who is it? Jason Love. I don't think so. Have you ever seen? Who's? Uh, <laughs> Where's he from? Fucking. Lancy. Oh, he's on Midnight Gospel. Wait, for real? Oh, he is one of the. He's the magic guy. Yeah. The the fishbowl head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's one of the like episodes. He's the feature. The fishbowl head guy. He's I, haven't watched, I haven't watched it since the show came out. Since the series came he's out. Yeah. It's the one. It's the it's one where. It again, it's though. about magic, though. It's about like magic with a K. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, like the rituals and yeah. shit like that. Like he's big into that, and he talks. Like cool. alchemy and things. Yeah, like that. I, I know. I remember. I mean, I've seen every every episode of Midnight. Uh, but uh, I wish he would do it again. Like he would do another you know, season of it. I know. I w- and honestly, it probably would not be as good. I think it would. I think you it would think be better. So? I think it would be, be better because yeah. it's a, like what they did was set the table. And like you said earlier, it's like whenever there's a certain expectation, it might add a little bit more pressure. But they also had that success level to like get nothing but good reviews on all accounts. And Dr. So Deep. Like it's it also so Pendleton Ward. Honestly, every exactly. episode was so profound. But you gotta like understand. I don't know. Duncan Chessel is one of those people. Is like he 
you never see him like I have to do something. No, he does what he wants to do. I feel like he speaks from the soul. I absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure. He's never like on a rush to like I gotta be putting this out or do this thing. But even that is is like, but that doesn't mean that he's not doing it. You know what I mean? Like I don't just because I guess where I'm coming from is is that I'm hoping that he is working on a season two. Because just because he doesn't feel the pressure to do it doesn't mean that he doesn't see this as a yeah, beautiful avenue like to it. get these messages out. Yeah. Because while he still has his podcast, he's still a comedian, he's still talking to people that are his audience, this was a way for him to build that audience into like something that is almost like an empire. Using the, the empire that Pendleton Ward has already built and all of these beautiful messages to create this thing, and being able to have like a storyline and fucking cool animations that add into yeah, it well, that are it's unique, really it's like that is they created a fucking avenue it, with that. Now you can animate podcasts and make it interesting. Yeah, the, that it, is something it was crazy that how he didn't would just, really he'd exist. He'd literally just be walking, and like half of it just didn't make any type of sense. But right when it, you know, like when they needed a visual representation of something, it was it would not pop up. what you you know what I mean. It's not what it is. You know, like. Like the guest is always some like you know th- and I like I don't know what I don't know how they did it but you know the guest always be like he'd be like what are you and they're like oh I'm a and you would see it in the animation right mm. and there was like certain and they're like I'm just they a, cut in you know <laughs> you're like <laughs> like this is so it was cool yeah it was really cool I loved it. I loved that whole thing for also sure. also kind of side note I just realized recently so kind of thinking about like how he did that right so Jeffrey Osmus just recently um. Well, not like the super recent, but pretty recent on YouTube released an album, but it's just like clips of like stand up, like twelve clips, but he released it as an album. Yeah, like okay. a song, like, al- okay. like songs. I feel like I think, but not songs. Old comedians, not like an album, like track buy, after track type thing. You used to be yeah. able to buy a compilation of yeah. comedians, um, like bits on cd you know and it wouldn't be the whole thing all the way through sometimes it was just their like individual bits comp but we did like an album but that's not christmas album oh man it's uh, so here's where i'm at i'm not against it but that's not like original because i mean what jeffrey Osmus did was just kind of put a bunch of different like was it were they video clips or just like clips just audio that's just like an album that's just like any comedy album. Every comedy special is typically also a comedy album. Oh, really? Most of them, not not in today's world, but that's how it what used to be. That's 90s. how it always was. 90s. Like like the rec- it used to be comedy records. That's kind of sick. So I like it would that. be like re- a record player instead of buying like a and you a could just album, listen to it. Would it would be a comedy album. So like. Uh, I don't remember who depicted it, but I, I don't know if it was Everybody Hates Chris. It was some like. Like one of those shows on Nickelodeon, like late night type shit that was like set back in the nineties or whatever. But it was like a rec like a set of records and there was like records set to the side, like don't touch those, like talking to the kids type shit. So like those were like fucking Red Fox albums and like these comedians that were known for being dirty and like it's like, Oh, don't touch those, like like we don't want you to hear those bad words and shit like that. But like that's what it was. It used to be like not watching a special, hearing a special on the record player. Yeah, type shit. what was his name? He he would talk about all the, um, guy. Uh, his hair was always slicked back. He was older whenever we were young. Pryor, Jeff uh, Foxworthy. No, Richard Pryor. He was in uh, Scary Movie Three. He's uh, whenever she walks into the room with all the TVs, it's making fun of the Matrix, and he's like, "I've been watching you." <laughs> oh, fucking um, 
He's all, but his jokes were about like real, real ass world problems. Oh, you talking about uh, George Carlin? Yeah, George Carlin. His were all on CD and record, and they were albums, like yeah. for sure. He had he had visual. Uh, he did he did by the way, but he was well, older. So like all when albums, he was younger, yeah. it was, it, he had it was all albums that came out. Well, I can't speak to say that like all of like the ones that came out this year are all available as like a listening album. But I will say, if I, if I had my phone, I could tell you that like on Apple Music they have a like spot for comedy like albums. That's cool then. Right. Yeah, Nick Schwartzen does a lot of of like audio stuff. It's also He's pretty like funny, arguably harder to make an audio album because there's a lot of comedy that's very like physical, like facial expressions and m- hand movements and gestures and things like that. So without those, you're just listening and that that makes it more about the material and the comedy than the stage presence like we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but to to wrap it back around was like uh f- like I guess finding, like, your niche audience. I don't know. I guess doing anything you love in life, it's weird. I don't know. I've been waking up every day recently thinking about it and just feel like it's – maybe it's just me. You know what I mean? But I feel like a lot of people have that pressure now because everything's become so capitalistic. Like, I, like, like, I mean, it's always kind of been like that, like, even back in the day, you know, like, bands and stuff. But I feel like back then, you know, like, if you were an artist, you pretty much had the idea, and I'm not any money for a very long time yes whereas now people are like dude i can make money what do i need to do like how do i need to fit into whatever people are monetizing moments in today's world people are finding a way to make this moment they had on the internet a career for themselves oh yeah you're talking about like a while though because they've monetized nostalgia that's true that's why they keep coming out with all these that that's what that's where the the superhero movies come from and the you know, and the remakes and the sequels yeah, that we that's don't why they have need. those Ray Bans that them. they're gonna have the oh, fucking meta, the meta Ray Bans that yeah, they're gonna I've have. I've already to seen them. Somebody tried to sell them to me while I was at work the other day. I heard you I tell was, me like, yeah. I just want you like I'm just did looking at work? sunglasses. Yeah, I was like, did they I just want to look around. Please stop. Like, wait, did they work? No, oh. <laughs> no I, I, I'll never. No, I don't think never. I'll give it a try. I don't think he tried. Oh, okay. No, he said it didn't work. On him to yeah no I was like oh, like she gotcha. was talking the girl that worked there was talking to me and I was just like look I'm not the person that you want to talk to about this like you're talking but that's gonna be guy. selling moments even harder because oh, you like, you won't have to go to the concert yeah no you gotta go to the concert you see especially the with VR when the meta like different hey, you know what's sets y- of sunlight. you know what's crazier than that the artists don't have to go to the concert. Literally. They can perform at home. Literally, they can s- set up their oh, stage the, at yeah. in their living room and just walk back and forth in their living room and do all their movements and have virtual AI background they dancers. They made a Black like, episode about uh, that. You don't need to fucking rent out a stadium to make a fucking. Uh, what would be cool stadium is to concert? have the the uh, the band member the band members in a live setting wear the glasses. You mm. know what I mean? So on like the screen, screen different you can locations, see them but looking at you. Mm. You know, and so, you know, because that would probably be that w- I would say would be a cool experience. Because no, not everyone will experience yeah, that. But what I'm saying and is, you like can't buy a ticket to that. The VR, the meta. Once you're able to put that on, I'm sure if you buy a ticket or buy whatever like package they allow you to, it'll probably give you every perspective. Like if there's multiple people goes on, it allow you to access well multiple yeah, points of the. Uh, you can be in this exactly. side of the audience. 
you could pinpoint this part of the audience. Exactly. That's more of like a hive mind type of thing. You know what I mean? Like once you're on that connection, then you have the availability to like feed into any connection on that. No, you'll still have server. to pay more to be closer, even though it's virtual. Absolutely, but the <laughs> but the point is, is you that think so? Like, yeah. Oh, I sure. know so for sure. Come on, I mean, they're gonna cap. They're gonna capitalize on anything they can make the extra buck off of. I mean, that's why a court side seat is more expensive than a nosebleed. It's not because you get to fucking hug the players. <laughs> it's yeah. just because it's a closer view. You'll be able to be part of the Q&A for the band that okay. people got their ticket, you know, those special tickets where you get to go sit in the back and be in a Q&A with the band. You can pay for that. And then you'll also be able to pay to be part of the Q&A and ask questions. But then they'll separate that into two separate things instead of having the one premium ticket where you get to do the Q&A. Instead, it'll be two. You could be there at the Q&A and listen in on it, but you can't ask questions. Then they'll have the even more premium ticket where now you get to ask the questions as well as listening in on the Q&A. And then the they're, top they're gonna, tier They're going to separate it into so many different things that microtransactions, dude. We've already seen and then it. the top the tier ticket is the behind the scenes, behind the scenes, where you get to have a virtual band, like, practice with the band of choice (laughs) (laughs) where like everyone puts on their fucking headset and you're in there fucking with them and they're rocking out and you're like oh what song should we play god microtransactions (laughs) out the wazoo (laughs) yes i mean it's gonna be microtransactions out the wazoo just like they have for call of duty like where you buy the packages and you get whatever they give you it's gonna be that times think the think the cameo shit like where actors can just like sell their own cameos online so you can just pay me five hundred dollars and i'll show up and say happy birthday ryan this is fucking charles barkley and i think that the round mound to rebound things that's a new low for artists yes but that's gonna get worse in the way that like yeah it's gonna get worse to where it's like i can just do whatever it's like uh facetime him do 30 (laughs) facetimes a day just do 30 facetimes a day adele and man you're gonna that's that's gonna be 30 grand that we make you get five of that or how far the away are we from the f- 25? <laughs> how far away are we from virtual signatures and autographs that are like locked on the blockchain or whatever type shit? I mean, shit? that's NFTs already. I mean, yes, but what I'm saying what I'm is, s- is like to, to a point where an artist can hold a virtual meet and greet and you get a virtual autograph yeah, <laughs> from that, that virtual exactly. meet and greet. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. That, I mean, that's what I'm saying is like right now, because I've always been like, you know how I've been about it. And yeah. everyone's like, that's stupid. And there's no physical. Like value to them, like yeah, right now no one gives a shit. They but when will. everyone's, I don't gotta go anywhere. Throw this bitch on. I could sit in my room and do whatever all day. That's when that shit will start to have value because then people are gonna be so immersed in whatever the transactions are that's going on in this fucking world. That's but even that kind it's of like reality, augmented reality. Not to get into it fully, but my still the still issue that I have with that is is that the value is still based on like your value and you're projecting that your value matches up with other people's type shit. So if you spend sixty five thousand dollars on this NFT, it's probably not worth it today. It might be worth it in ten years, but is it gonna be worth sixty five thousand dollars? Yeah, but values will regulate as like like just like any other market, they'll eventually like even out and like regulate themselves as like fucking people start to use the shit more, you know? Yes, but it's I like the the value could depreciate so greatly to where people still utilize them, but the only people that are catching like the like problems are the people that bought in early. You know what I mean? Like where you spent all this money on all this shit and it's actually not worth it. I'm gonna that be much. this guy. What is NFT? 
a non-fungible token. It is uh, something that is not existent, but existent at the same time. I'll explain it. So essentially, money. Sure. Yes. No. See, this is what I talk. Okay. Look. So essentially, it's digital. It's mostly pretty much all digital. Are you just implying digital currency? Is what we're saying NFTs are? To a degree, but it's digital. It's digital art that acts as digital currency. Ah. So well, it can. Digital currency is used to buy NFTs. Right. Essentially, you can use it depending on whatever they use. Like some people have created their own digital currency by some of their things. Like at some at this point, some people are building their own virtual worlds mm-hmm. to where they have oh, like no. they n- yes. yes. So that you can buy certain packages, right? Which will like if you buy certain p- NFT packages, like it'll unlock like certain like. Uh, there's exclusive. real world experiences that can be unlocked through the and, blockchain. And this is stressing me and out. And also exclusive like uh-huh. package like <laughs> there's exclusive packages that you that'll come with certain purchases or like unreleased stuff that you can get through that. Also like virtual teas, virtual like uh, virtual artwork. Tees. Virtual teas. No, I know t-shirts. what you mean, but like well, virtual for who? Who's wearing it? Your avatar on the meta specifically, yeah. like it well, yeah. whichever one takes place on meta. I'm it's assuming. gonna eventually. The whole idea is in the future. Well, the whole idea. So it's what you're banking, asking it's is, is meta banking on something like a it's lot of really, which more than likely will happen, obviously. Yeah, but it's you know, still it's all I just know. banking <laughs> on that. Yes. No, because yes. I, I, I actually am not 100% on that stuff. I think shit could go south before it gets a chance to happen. I, I think that's like, and so I mean south so by so southwest. Possible. No, no, I mean, like, like shit could really go south before that gets a chance to happen or there will be or I think there's a really good chance that um, a lot of laws are going to be put into place. I think it's more so chance to happen. I think it's more so not like it's it's not like it's not an inevitability for those things to have its their own place. I think it's more so a situation where. We're not properly prepared for what that is, and yep. we're not allowing ourselves to function with the idea that a lot has to happen to get to that place. Oh, 100%. And in the way that, like, it, it, say, I, I don't know, because it's hard to say, because, like, Facebook, whenever it first started, it was just, like, a on-campus type of thing, and then it blew up to what it is today. But at the same time, there's a lot of other things that blew up and then fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> so it, so I'll it's see it falling off personally. But also, I guess what I'm at, where what I was trying to say is, is that without it falling off, is there a viability that it is just niche? It doesn't have to fall off, but it's just niche enough to where most of this is was like a overreaction. Potentially, but there's also another side that you so like that you don't see also. So for instance, there's I like for, for artists in general. So like, mm-hmm. have you heard of Patreon? Of course. So like Patreon, Bandcamp, right? right? You could buy people's songs or whatever. So essentially, like what you could do is if you were to make a song and you wanted to sell it as an essentially releases the same thing it's just right now it's so expensive to buy into a lot of this stuff hopefully at some point you know that like balances out and it's a little bit cheaper mm. and the, the gas fees and stuff are a little bit lower but if they do make it a little bit more accessible for the majority essentially where to sell your song for a certain price right and it could be unreleased one of a kind like if you're like a certain artist you want to release something out if they want to resell that or like sell it to somebody else or whatever the case may be, you sh- you can set it up because the way the blockchain works, the blockchain is just the system that like regulates everything, like that. So if you, they were to resell it, you still get a percentage of profit off. So there's a setup for a lot of artists 
now, which where they can make more money, to where it's like, because like think about it, if you have a painting, right? Okay. And you were to sell it for ten thousand, but someone else is like, yeah, dude. You can it, sell it limitlessly. You, you, you go appre yeah, or your value appreciates due to something that happening, and they're like, I'm gonna sell this piece of art for three hundred thousand uh. dollars, right? Mm -hmm. You can't. You don't get. You don't see that if it's like a painting. You don't get any of that appreciated value. Yeah. But if you were to sell it on the blockchain and you set up a percentage or whatever it is, if they resell it for more. Truly monetizing art to its maximum. You capacity. get a person. The artist gets the percentage of that. Yeah. And if that person resells it for that, you still get a percentage oh, of that. Scary. And if they just keep reselling it, you still, as the artist, continuously get percentages of whatever the resale. That's scary. See, but I, I guess another thing that I have thought about that uh, what's scary about that, in my opinion, is is that like at what end or to what extent? Because like, do you have to have a certain amount of legal like legal things set up to where you're getting all of those things, or is it an automatic thing? If it is an automatic thing, what happens when you die? Also, How does that work? Always, like, there's always with technology, there's always ways to work around things. Because got to be no, the the dude that's selling it for more doesn't want to give away any percentage of that and they will find a way to keep all of it especially like, if that dude the like there, there will be a roundabout way to do it guaranteed especially if that dude is a billion dollar corporation that has all the lawyers but and all the ways to make laws in their favors and type shit and like that's you know what I mean? and that's not that crazy because that just brings us back to square one of okay so the guy that sold the painting and then somebody else sold it for even more later he didn't get a, a penny of that so, so no, that's but the way the blockchain set up is to like, like it would directly. That's my point. But is, is that you have to set precautions beforehand? Or does it's all before you put out the art, do and you, then it has to get. Do like you know if that's across the board? That's kind of where I'm asking. Is is like, does a person in the same way like a a musician cannot get their proper royalties off of a song? You have to make sure that like, your paperwork and everything is in the proper order as an NFT artist an to be AI able to get that, that blockchain. Da, da 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 Or an AI will you, do that for you. Or against you. At the well, yeah. I mean, you basically, <laughs> you, exactly. you basically just click all the stuff and then it does it. But like, but it takes a process and you have to pay a like to even produce the art. There's a thing called a gas fee, which is essentially the price of admission in order to even distribute your art. Yeah. That sound see like it's whenever just, you talk about that portion of it too is like that brings in the scam part of the it. The meta is gonna own the or piece like, of art. The meta oh, is so gonna all these, own the piece of art. All you these don't people own it. That's what that gas is for. Like all these people are spending all this money on gas fees to get NFTs out there, and if there is no true return on any of that, then that's just the a gas fees big. Are, Ethereum money. has been called out for that actually. Because it's like the, the the main portion of it is that people are worried that it's just a big money laundering thing, yeah. right? Probably. To a degree. Say, yeah. Yeah, Probably. Yeah, no, no, a lot of people do. All I was going to say is, like, I, I mean, in general, I, I've been saying is just, like, I feel like it, life has been reduced to moments, to Diminished. dollars, to a number. Everything has been reduced to just numbers and what the value of that is instead of just creating things because it feels good to create things or create things out of the pure joy of what it made. Those are themselves. Yeah. And I think that's where we see real progress in and it just kind of like it diminishes everything to something that we all don't want to see, but we're all kind of like boxed into a point where we all are kind of doing it. And it just is like when you wake up one day, you're like, I want to do this because I just want to do this. And a lot of people don't really have that. Anymore. Well, I think it's I don't think like I think what it comes down to is that I don't I don't think it's just life has been reduced to moments and everything like that. It's just like life has been reduced to serotonin. 
Yeah. And moments can give you spikes of serotonin. Like like money is also serotonin. That's another form of serotonin, but also moments. But money can buy moments. You know, you, it can buy you those that one you know crazy thing that happens because you had the money to be able to do it or whatever. But I You're think it's wrong. just serotonin currency that's basically just going on. You're Honestly. not wrong. And, and, and serotonin is not the essence of life. It's not. Like it's your happiness is not the essence we experience. of life at all. You're it's the chemical that we experience, but at the end of the day, it's like you're not wrong in the way that it definitely has that that feeling of like we aren't exp- worried about the money, we aren't worried about the time or anything. We're worried about like that release, that imbalance, that thing that makes us feel better. So like when you're having a bad day, it's like. All right, well, I could just get a beer tonight. It's like, well, maybe you could experience this bad day without that alcohol. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah and, it, well, and, and it's uh, – so that would kind of go into what I'm saying of, like, like serotonin, like, the happy parts are not the point of life. Like, they're just right. – you know, they're not. And they're great, sure. Yeah, they're great. But, I mean, you never forget the way you felt whenever someone you cared about passed away. You'll right. n- never forget that moment. You'll never forget being at the funeral. Right. You'll never forget any of that because it's I, I an mean, it's almost like there. enjoyable doesn't seem like the right word. But it is a form of enjoyment because it's a form of appreciation for well, the person or yeah. for the bad thing that happened. It's a form of appreciation even though it's not happiness, it's not laughter, it's not in that but it is a form of appreciation. And I yeah. think that appreciation is maybe is maybe the more important part of life. And appreciation can come across in happiness, sadness, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're all different forms of appreciating something, right? right. Or appreciating I, being alive. On that you know? same note, I think I've said something along the lines before in the past. I might, if I was, if I'm repetitive, then I, don't, I really don't care. Um, but my dad told me this thing whenever I was like going through one of my like, I think it was my first like major breakup type shit, and I was like crying my eyes out. He was just like trying to console me, but basically like what he said. It didn't console me at the time, but it's something that has stuck with me to this day where it's like basically what he says is, is appreciate the tears coming out of your eyes right now because as much as it hurts to be experiencing what you're experiencing right now, this is a human moment. This sadness is a human experience. It's a yeah, human 100%. emotion. Yeah. Be glad that you're a person that has the ability and the breath in his lungs to be able to experience this human moment. Better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. That, and also appreciate the sadness because, like you said, it's not about the serotonin. Life isn't always supposed to be happy. There isn't a rule book that says things are supposed to go well. No, definitely not. Life is what it is. In life fact, is I would say quite is. the opposite. There's rule books <laughs> about how it really doesn't Shitty go it's well supposed and to it's be. not supposed to go <laughs> <like> <laughs> We've actually talked about it on previous, like we definitely have touched on it before. No, yeah. but before you joined on the podcast, uh, was just like, you know, there are like societies out there that believe like the world is built on chaos. Like chaos is the f- purest foundation of order. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, um, lore for different uh, stories and different um, mythologies and stuff like that. That that is definitely, and they all say like chaos is a is a form of creation. Like, you have to destroy to be able to create. I mean, 
to a to a not to continue bringing up Marvel movies, but I mean that's like every Marvel or DC or whatever villains like I think it's a portfolio. I think it's really a human psychology thing because it's also in religious texts too. You know, you have the you know you have the floods so you can build a new world. You mm-hmm. um you know empires fall so a better one can destroy rise, the economy you know? so there can be one a one new world, world power. New world order. <laughs> new world order. No, destroy I mean, ministry re- song over here. Destroy and then rebuild, dude. That's a band. Uh, uh, destroy and rebuild until God shows. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's drugs. Yep. That is a good band, uh, though. Okay. That is a good band. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Drug and rebuild until God shows. Drug, drug, drug and, and rebuild. Destroy and rebuild. Drug. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Daniel's mind Needles is on for everybody, else. but it's okay because we're going to rebuild. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just do your heroin and sit there like a homeless fuck. Yeah, that's. I think that's what he was doing for a while. Honestly, though, if you think about it, like if you were, like, it's not good the public's eyes, and probably not good for your body. But like, if you're doing heroin constantly, you're fighting your own. You know, you're like in a whole nother world. You're a superhero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're fine. I, I feel well, like a I was, superhero. I was gonna say, yeah, it's not good in the public's eyes for sure. You're doing side quests. You're the true wizard <laughs> of the world, dude. You're like, the real you're the wizard. true hobbit. You're the hobbits. You're the fucking going on quest. Didn't Tommy get inducted into a uh, wizard group? Clan. Yeah. Yeah, ah, Tommy's They called a clan. And they wear the okay. pointy hats, too. That's brutal. Okay, Tommy's. That's brutal. Are they Tommy's from a Waverly Place. He'll be all right. Sorry. What? I said, are they from Waverly Place? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but they're, wi- they're, they're wizards, though, and they have custom wizard hats made. That's pretty sweet. With their names Did he already get his hat? Or Did like he already yeah. get the hat? No, he hasn't yet. He got put in the group chat. I don't know if he's been... Thomas the Brave. Do they have a formal <laughs> in- induction that they do later? Hopefully. they. Yeah, like they, they beat him. Knight you with a sword? That'd be Knight really cool. with a <laughs> they beat him with a sword. This is why we don't get women listeners. Maybe no, my mom listens to this podcast. I was gonna say you oh, keep shit. saying that, but I think all the people yeah, that, mom, I, that I actually know that listen to this are for females. Hey, dude. Okay, I'm just going Daniel by the statistics wants it that to be men. No, I'm giving you Daniel the statistics that are given to, to me on the analytics. How? But even what is that analytics? Because like my YouTube account is actually my niece's account. So, Got like, him. I am a female on YouTube because I use her account. Tell us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tell you that I don't watch our show. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually a woman on the account that I don't use for the show. I just thought I'd bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could see my cock right now, dude, if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, though. Our se- our how no. about this? Our segments are gonna be wi- our wi- whiskey segments. We just do segments on whiskey. Hi right, guys, whiskey I'm Andrew segments. Santino, and this we is whiskey, whiskey ginger. Segment? <laughs> what if we started every episode off with uh with a whiskey? I'd be down for that. But the we could whiskey. go find the worst whiskeys we could possibly find. Or or what or if we challenge each other? Yeah, wines. We could do wines. Or whiskeys. what if it was this? We do whatever whiskey, and it's just like every once in a while, somebody brings. But no like one's tried it, and somebody brings in just a bullshit ass horrible whiskey. But you have to hype it up. You gotta be like, no, this one's good for sure. <laughs> and then we all taste it in front of the camera. And it's just like God. Damn. Or, or like, we could do good ones. No, no, it would mostly be good ones, but just every once in a while somebody's like, 
I'm with the bad ones idea. Can we do wine too? I like wine. I, I like wine. wine. You can do wine, wine more. Too. Honestly, you I like wine, wine much more than whiskey. What? I like wine much more than whiskey. Alright. I mean, honestly, what I was telling him is, is that like, cause he was saying for the potluck or white elephant, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, what day is that, that this Friday? That's yeah. this Friday, yeah. He was saying that we should get like a bottle of whiskey, like a nice bottle of whiskey to pass also around for everybody. And I was like, I mean, I don't really give a fuck because all whiskey tastes the same to me. And I'm willing to take the backlash on that. But so like whenever yeah. somebody's like, oh, no, this is some higher end whiskey. The only difference I experience is the lack of hangover. But, but literally. It depends. You don't also experience the difference in the flavor. Smooth at all. Smoothness. First of all, mm. Pappy's overrated. Uh, if anyone. Pappy Van Winkle. If anyone's like Blanton's. Or Pappies, that's just they're just name dropping because they don't know shit. That's uh, I've heard Blanton's, Blanton's is, is good definitely though. Definitely good whiskey. I was gonna say I've heard Blanton's is really good. It is good. Daniel's You're just saying being it's not a worth hipster. the price. I thought I was the designated hipster. I'm saying hipster. It's, a, it's it is middle of the road. It's not bad. It is good. I'm just saying most of the time if someone's like, Pappies and Blanton's is the fucking. So it's like Drake. It's like everybody it's, knows it, but it's not the best whiskey. Yes. Got yeah, you. yeah. Pappy's is good if you're not charging forty a shot for it. <laughs> oh yeah, <that laughs> you, well. like it's good, bro. I remember. I'm not, I wouldn't pay forty for it. Money. It's not. Bro, I remember my first night on the floor. I remember my first night on the floor. So hard to get it though. I remember my first night on the floor at Whiskey Cake. I had like a party of six, and like all six dudes were fucking ordering Blanton's Old Fashions. And I was like, this makes no fucking sense to me. That's uh, rich people that didn't actually find out what taste was, like good taste. <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, I'm not going to say who they are, but we, we got some friends that uh, they were at an event in Mexico. And uh, one of them, and of course these people grew up rich, like these guys are my age, but like they grew up this way. Yeah. And uh, one of them was, they were ordering margaritas and they were like, yeah, give us the 1942. Uh, you can charge us extra. It's like, well, first of all, they're going to charge you extra. Uh, you don't have to tell them they can, right? You can charge they were extra Mexico. for the most expensive tequila that you guys they were have. In, they were in Mexico, right? Don't worry. And so they're, I believe it was uh, it was like a, an event, like a wedding or something. And uh, they were like, yeah, uh, I'll get a margarita with 1942. You can charge us oh. extra. And, and it's like, bro, it's like that's you, – you, you look really dumb. Like you don't look cool at all. You look stupid. You look re yeah, you look really dumb. Like that just shows you have no class and you just have the money but not the class. It's tough though because I get it like some people are like going to be like they think that like oh yeah, I'll take that one and th and everyone they're like oh, I make I'm making a big adult money decision here and you're like no. Dude, 1942 Why would you put 1942 in, in a anything? You shouldn't put it in anything. You just drink it alone, maybe with an ice chunk. But no, you don't need the ice chunk. Like if you're just one of those people and you really enjoy it that way, maybe it helps you drink it longer because ice starts to melt and and you so it takes longer to drink the whole thing. Okay, cool. I can maybe get with that. But no, nah, bro, you don't put 1942 in anything. You're not oh, yeah. putting in a cocktail or a drink. What are you doing? You know, we you should do a whole episode on shit. Liquor? These are the things we should talk about. No, but just like classy, like your class, Ooh. like things when people are, you know, things that are fine, and like dandy. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it is true though. It's like if you go, up, I'm just I, for sure. If you're like, yeah, dude, I'll take that thirty dollar whiskey with Coke. Why, yeah. dude? Just get the, just get the Jack. Just say get you don't jack. like whiskey. Just get Jim Beans. <laughs> 
Get Jim Bean. It's way cheaper. It doesn't. What do you want out of your Coke? You're tasting Coke. You want yeah. your Coke to taste more expensive? Like I'm not gonna sit here and I don't lie like and act Coke. like I like Coke, Coke only Zero. When it has thirty dollar whiskey in it. I don't like. Oh my god. <laughs> Just more. The only one I can. The only whiskey that's a little bit more expensive that I would accept personally, and this isn't everybody in your whiskey, would be TX because TX is a little bit sweeter. It's a little bit more expensive, but it does almost have a vanilla taste to it. it not vanilla. Well, the oak should give it a vanilla taste. But it does have a little, not all of it, though. I mean, all, any American whiskey is it's also hard a oak barrels. To a degree, um, there's also a difference between expensive whiskey and expensive whiskey at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, definitely, 100%. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, like, there's a big difference. Like, nobody goes this. You don't pay what you're paying in a restaurant at the liquor store to go buy the bottle. Like, that's right. two different things going on there. You're paying for the convenience of it being served to be, to you. And like all that jazz, but uh, restaurants. Kinda I mean, make yeah, like, like Camus at a, a liquor store, which is Camus. Is, Camus is a wine. It's a red. Oh. Wine. It's a Cabernet. I was like, that's a whiskey. I've never heard. No, of Camus it. is a. It's, oh, a, it's a wine. It's a wine. We, wine. we have it at uh, Magiano. It's like a sixty dollar bottle, sixty to seventy dollar bottle, at at the. We do it about. Store. Uh, we do it about, one twenty at work. Yeah. That's pretty. That's crazy. Yeah, the restaurant has to make their money off of it. Yeah, no, I know. At the Perry's is a two hundred dollar bottle. That's where the restaurants make their money. It's hardly off the food. Yeah, it's Other easily than off the steak. alcohol. It's you fucking charge a lot for a steak at a restaurant. Make as much that the bottle's worth off of like two shots. There's twenty six in the bitches in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, what, somebody told me. Uh, one of my managers told me like that you try to pay off the bottle at, in a restaurant as a manager, right? Like somebody's like looking at the, the five first. Yeah, five? first five or first four. Yeah. Uh, Shots or drinks, uh, you want to pay the bo- have the bottle paid off, so everything after that is profit, it's profit zone. Yeah, yeah. Then you Which see is a lot. The cases of bottles and the fucking all the bottles on the wall, and it's like, goddamn. Well, go. yeah. I mean, it's like first four or five drinks, but how many how many shots are in that? Yep. Like, like a lot. <laughs> like 40, 30, maybe. That's like an eighty percent markup to a degree. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's outrageous. And the same thing with like. I mean, because I think we can all agree, like, we all probably like our steaks a certain way, right? If you're getting a ribeye, you're getting a, a sirloin or whatever, we all like our steak a certain way. And we probably all feel like we could make our own steak better than the restaurant can, right? Sometimes. Like, I'd I will rather have my own steak. But it's not the I same as having that steak handed out to you cooked pretty much exactly how you want it as far as, you know, temperature-wise. And uh, you're not doing any work. You're sitting there relaxing. People are bringing you drinks. You know, you're doing mm. this. You know, you're essentially at a restaurant. You're eating like a Ambiance. king. You know right, what I mean, it's the experience, yeah. which is why it sucks when you get a bad server. Well, yeah, because that's the agree. thing you're paying for, not just also. The tip. That's what I the think whole thing is you know, going on. Towards, that note, you know? I think people need to check their expectations, or at least, at the very least, meter their expectations. If you go into a Buffalo Wild Wings, don't expect your server to be great. Yeah, if I go, if I go <laughs> like, to the Hooters, I'm not expecting. Pretty much Let's anything in a, in and, a and at the sa- time. On the, on the other side of that same token, if you're at Perry's, you have every willing right to be able to complain if your server sucks. Like, that is much yeah, too expensive for you to be like. that guy that gets the best server in there, and he's like, this guy's terrible. I'm not arguing with the fucking <laughs> yeah. deranged fucking customers yeah. that come in. What I'm saying is, is that like if you're spending a certain amount of money, then there is that availability for you to be like, all right, well, this probably should have been better. <laughs> I'm still getting a tip, you know? And, and, and oh, yeah, the weird absolutely. Thing is, it's like, I can guarantee you, not that anybody that does this kind of thing really gives a crap about, about this, because most people that do wouldn't have done the complaint in the first place, but just tell the server 
give him a tip and just be like, bro, you could have done this a little better. It's like, you don't hey, ask the manager. You can just be like, hey, look, you're cool, but you could have done that. But also, still, here's your 18 to 20% tip. Here's your like, 20% tip, but really, like, I want shit. a box. Yeah, because <laughs> like, it's like, shit, you don't have to just go get them fired. You know what I no, mean? No, yeah. It's happened to me before, and I don't, I don't, I don't, usually it's not how it happens. But like it's like shit. You don't know. Maybe it did. Maybe it was. You know. Maybe it did get him fired. It's like, on the other on the other necessary? side of that token. I am a little bit like whenever you think about it like that. Is like is it worse to complain about a server, even to them or to the manager, or whatever, or not tip them? Because like if you do, if you complain I, about him and it gets him fired, then it's like at least you got not that tipping. twenty bucks, dude. That's that's kind of <laughs> where I'm at. That'll pay your rent. It's kind of better to not job. tip them than get somebody fired, no? Because I mean that tip ain't gonna pay their fucking bill. But you just tell them, don't tell the man. That, that's Unless exactly what I'm saying. And it's probably like they might not have even known. Maybe they thought they were doing a good job, and then lo and behold, you're like, yeah, dude, you, you left know. our drinks. Like, you know, this, if you're doing a bad job. I don't think <laughs> always. I don't think always. I think there's some people that suck because they really suck at picking up on social cues. So they can't fair. tell the table's mad at them because they I'm don't have like, those social cues that other people. There's do. also days where I'm just like not even in. I'm not locked in, and I just might wander off for a minute, and I come back. And I'm like, oh my bad. Most days I'm pretty locked in, but there's some days where I'm not like so locked in. Where but I'm even in those moments, you know that you fucked up. It's not like you're like, I, oh, how could this hop hop on? I didn't get a tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes I am like I'm like, damn. Honestly, I didn't give y'all as much love as it should have been, but they still tip me good. I'm like, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we all have off days, you know. Yeah, and you're I mean, not 100 percent at every I don't table know if every a day. Physicist is allowed to have an off day. Pilots can't have you know, off days. Like a, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know if we can all have off days. They can take naps and shit though. But they get paid There's a lot like more than we do. That's all I'm saying. They can they take, take naps. naps. It's <laughs> not an off day. They still have to land the goddamn aircraft. Dude, imagine, imagine <laughs> being a test pilot. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, imagine being they're this, like, hey, imagine uh, being the, the fucking we, dude uh, on the we, fucking we airfield. reverse engineered this UFO. <laughs> Nobody wants to get in this. <laughs> you got to try it out. You sign on for this shit. They're just like, no, Hold that thing looks like a flying death trap. Like, yeah, but I own you. Get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> this is for your country, soldier. <laughs> nah, dude, those pilots, honestly, they're probably like, fucking hell yeah, they live for that, dude. But that would be crazy. Being a test pilot would be <laughs> terrifying. They're like, yeah, we don't really know if it works. Dude, the demos we did with the little paper airplane version worked pretty well. Imagine being the fucking <laughs> dude on the in the airfield, like direct, like doing the air, fl- the <laughs> traffic, air traffic control. control. <laughs> like, come on, please don't hit me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is gonna suck. Oh, we don't even oh, know if oh, it oh, takes fuck. off yet. We don't even know if it takes off. I'm just standing up here. <laughs> Damn wands, my glowing just dark wands. <laughs> big ass. You having dildos. fun with it type shit? Like hot shots. Have you seen? <laughs> you having shot? fun with it, and then that like bitch what? explodes. Hot, hot shots. The movie Hot Shots. It's like uh, a. Uh, uh, the first one is a parody of Top Gun. It's Charlie Sheen. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Imagine, like, yeah, you are, like, doing that in the plane, driving the plane's like. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, where That's do I go? They do <laughs> in the, in the, <laughs> they're like, he's like, like guy has the things and he's like. And he just starts <laughs> dancing. <laughs> he's like doing like one. <laughs> like, wait, what? So Where do you want me to land? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but seriously, imagine being the guy that's like, they're like, we re- reverse 
like they bring you into a room. It's just an empty white room with just a desk. Like a guy right. sitting there at the desk. So you it's can see schematics. if it was just a pitch black room, you probably couldn't see <laughs> shit, Daniel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't go ahead. Go ahead. Go Shut ahead. up. Yeah. But, but you're just in this room. There's nothing in there. And it's just like there's just this desk and a guy sitting at it. And, a, you know, men in black bodyguard. They're like, we reverse engineered a UFO. They're like, what? That's insane. This is amazing. I didn't even know that it was real. Saying they're real, they're like, yeah, we want you to fly it. We need to be the first one. We have no idea if it works at all. Or what does it run off of? A nuclear bomb powers the entire aircraft. So you're just like, word, y'all get in. Dude, Is awesome. it just full blasted, or does it have, like, a throttle, or, like, like you got to you know, put it in third? How does that live for that shit? <laughs> they're like, no, that's what most of them. I think the test pilots definitely live for that shit. Imagine being the test pilot for the first helicopter. <laughs> Oh, fuck that. It's like, <laughs> hey, so you've heard of airplanes, right? Now imagine one with no wings. Wait, what are you talking about? The first helicopter being oh, a test pilot. Imagine one with no wings. Uh, the the thing that makes it go is on top of it, and it's going to push down with a propeller-like thing. like a Yeah. It's like <laughs> It'll be a fan, and then you can turn it with another fan. You know a box fan, right? Yeah. You're going to fly one. Imagine yeah. being the, <laughs> the test pilot for the Hindenburg or Heidenberg. Oh, the fucking, what is that? Uh, that's he- the Heisenberg or he- yeah, the what was Hindenburg? It called? I don't think it was called either one of those. Heidenberg. Heisenberg is H- no, H-I-D-E-N-B-U-R-G. Was the Hot air balloon, not hot air balloon. Oh, fucking blimp. Oh, a, uh, a zeppelin. Like a, it wasn't the first. It was I thought a, it was it the was first blimp. blimp. I don't think it was the first. One. A blimp is a zeppelin. Isn't that the two different words for the same thing? Led zeppelin. Yeah. The band. That is band. So I don't think they're a blimp. Yeah, you know they got that name because he was like, this band is going to crash like a Led Zeppelin. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, like it, you know, it just... You thought it was going to flop? Yeah. <laughs> it was just... It was one the band is going to crash like a Led Zeppelin. <laughs> one of the bigger ones? One of the biggest ones, I think, yeah. But it crashed and exploded. 35 people. That's oh, fucking yeah. metal. Yeah. yeah, so imagine being the person like, hey, dude, you drive that. They're probably, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, like a helium. Uh, yeah, 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 like the blue. And it's super blunts. flammable. Yeah. Yeah, so they're just like, get in this. Like, what is it? Flammable? <laughs> Anybody got a cigarette? Yeah, what is it? Like, no, that's like just 80% flammable. It's, then it's like, yeah, this, the other 20% is just cardboard. <laughs> but it won't catch on fire. <laughs> You'll be fine. And if it does, you will come hurtling towards the earth, but yeah. <laughs> or a hot air balloon, just like dude, hot air balloons are cool. People though. can control those, but not yeah. really that well. Not really, no. <laughs> not really uh, that well. I never would want to get in one Fuck really because no. you always <laughs> see so many like people. Like, street, just like, fl- like have y'all seen Joe Dirt? <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, <laughs> where he's just like stuck in one. <laughs> yeah, forever. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, how do you? What do they do? Well, I guess you have the nozzle that controls the amount of hot air going into it. Yeah, right. you and can then like, like the d- sandbags, right? Is that yeah, but that just to go. Th- I mean, the amount of like weight that's on the hot air balloon is not changing. So the sandbags, I think, are just that's like something that. that's just to go up. Yeah, I think that just weights you to stay like yeah. Like so when you land, turn like the get hot everybody air down, in. that will start to actually weigh it down. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, I would never. Yeah, get but one you wouldn't want to turn it off. Anchor. Yeah, I would never. That was a big thing in the 1900s. People like, you want to go on a hot air balloon ride? What all the rich people did. It's like seems like a romantic no? thing in your mind, but then it's like when you're up here, like, all right, well, um, 
How do we get down? We get <laughs> smash in a hot air balloon. Fall off the side. <laughs> that would be a great way to die. My though. first wife, I loved you, but she fell off the Look, side of a hot air balloon. If you're they say I fuck too hard. <laughs> if, if you're mid, if you're just mid sex in a hot air balloon, and you fall off the side, are you gonna try to put your pants back on before you hit the ground, or are you no, just gonna dude. like let it go? Would you rather hit the ground with your pants off or on? It depends. Well, I mean, one. Am I surviving? Am I surviving? No, I I'd try to take my pants off if I wasn't, and I fell. No, off. I'd leave them around my ankles just in case there was questions like, "Why did she fall over the side?" <laughs> You're like, <laughs> like, like, oh. You pushed wait, 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 wait. Okay, I think I misunderstood the question. Are you saying the person falling? Out yes. of the airplane. Okay, yeah. you're talking about the person no, that's I'm still saying, in I'm the hot air balloon. Like, falling. Well, falling. Uh, uh, do you well try my alibi doesn't back. match up. If I pull my pants up, I can't just say that I was fucking. Oh, if I just <laughs> no, if I fell out of there with my, I have my pants down and I fall out. Of yeah. The side, do you try I, to put it back on before no, you I'm hit the ground? <laughs> 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 I'm just. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With, with your pants, like an eagle. Pants around your ankles. Just, <laughs> like, like I'm squirrel diving. Like, F is for family. Just airplane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no point. Like, an to eagle swoops up. in and bites your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a word? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like you know, like that whistle that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would definitely bring up my ankles up. <laughs> I'd keep them around my ankles. Yeah, for sure, dude. Come on. <laughs> Why would you try to pull them up, though? You know what I'm saying? Just for, for your dignity when you hit the ground. Ah, fuck that, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you turn into pace. I, I have no idea how that works. I'm not gonna, like, what are they going to be like? If I pull my pants up, like, dude, that's a nice cock. That was definitely Daniel's. <laughs> 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 fuck no, dude. Might as well. That's just just in your mind. <laughs> I'm free balling all the way down. They, they call they call your mom. They call your mom. They're like, "Ma'am, we we would normally need you to come in and identify the body, but we know who this yep. is. <laughs> we definitely know who this is." <laughs> no, definitely. The corners pants just the like impressive. pants around the ankles is definitely the move because you want to give the paramedics something to laugh about whenever they get to the scene. <laughs> I'm pants around the ankles, and I'm like, uh, then I'm gonna like, I'm going, and then I'm gonna come in and just. Ideally, your pants are on the ankles, but then you land in the ground like head first, so you're like sticking out the ground. It's just like dick upside down. I think I can land on Scarlett Johansson. It depends on the (laughs) maybe sand, maybe a deep enough quicksand or something. I think you're exploding, bro. I think your body's yeah. Somebody's gonna explode. (laughs) Curse supply. When you say explode, do you mean like combustion or do you mean like he combusted? He came, he at came busted a velocity of 50 miles an hour. <laughs> so you kombucha. What? <laughs> like, you knocked that over and just exposed Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> just chilling this spot. Yeah, there's actually like a Garfield there. Little did you know. Isn't that funny? It's like a secret, like. <laughs> secret prop. Right. <laughs> There's oh, also uh, what is it, Moby Dick over here? Turtle. Moby Dick and Great Expectations, yep. dude. Yep, gotta love Great Expectations. The paperweight. I mean, it's too heavy. Destroy the box. That's wild. Fuck yeah. Hot dude. air balloons. Free falling. I mean, 
Honestly, though, that would be the vibe because if you were in a hot air balloon and you were fucking, it would if you, it would definitely be better to be the person that fell out than the person that didn't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're like, imagine, where, did, imagine, where did he go? Imagine having sex with he or she, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, I was picturing myself as the one falling, so right, you know, right, I'm right, 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 right. Like, 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 where did he go? What happened? Facts. You pushed him off, didn't you? Facts. You wanted that life insurance, huh? <laughs> you want to kiss, dude? Well, you're close. Uh, oh <laughs> man! Wow. <laughs> Only if I get to do it out of a hot air balloon. He wants to fuck, bro. <laughs> I think I might steal this. This have to not be a prop on the. <laughs> on you the don't need steal it. this like you this don't is need his, it anymore. You, this is your house. Yeah, You're gonna steal you something have, from yeah. your house. Yeah, is that yeah. from the prop. That's considered stealing. I should be able to take that. I actually got that from a thrift store. Oh, so you're nice. gonna steal your possession? That's really good. Drifting kisses. It doesn't really sound appealing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends on your situation. <laughs> when you put it like that, so I was like, I went to the thrift store. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> anybody? Yeah, dude, he couldn't afford regular Sorry, yeah, kisses. He so afford, he picked. Yeah, he, so he are you gonna buy thrifting. anything? <laughs> hey, you wanna go to a fucking? So are you gonna buy anything? This is a s- establishment of business. <laughs> you guys ever been on a thrifting like date before? Like, you wanna go thrift with me? You gonna go you thrifting with each other? Maybe, but that's about I've it. <laughs> I've been on a date to Barnes and Nobles before. Yes, wow, classy. Same, same. Says like, yeah, yeah. Definitely says you're like, uh, you know, knowledgeable, classy. I feel like it like doesn't work. I think I it you enjoy, but you enjoy colorful coffees. You know, I think it doesn't work at all. I think we think it works as men, but we're just stupid. <laughs> it's like Barnes the and Noble date. Yeah, I've never I done that before. You liked me and dated me after that, so that doesn't mean it worked. <laughs> Is it Shelby? Are we talking about Shelby? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't this imagine. This is where I'm at. This is like Starbucks date. It seems like the, a good day. We got the, coffee. The no, it, we, it, was, it was though. We we went to Starbucks and then chatted and got coffee. Then we went. Y'all to just read books. in silence. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> talked about date. books we liked and we walked around and you know it's like you were like great expectations. Played, <laughs> played with the Thomas the Train set. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, she's like, you've read this one, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> 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 Yeah, she's like I, I really read, like I read Carl Shakespeare. Young and you know stuff. And what Daniel's like, sh- I just I just fuck with the train set. I'm oh wow, you know one psych, <laughs> you know the most popular psychologist. You really know, but I know Carl. Yeah, he I was, was in here playing with the trains dumb. last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know Carl Young. This guy just throwing out famous. Yeah, dude, I was reading. Uh, I was listening to Alan Watts the other day, looking ass <laughs> Well, I think Freud is definitely the more popular of the two. <laughs> oh yeah, I was reading Nietzsche the other day. Fuck off. Dude. <laughs> uh, I can't read. It's called <laughs> Jung, dude. <laughs> Jung. <laughs> Honestly, could you imagine like a fucking like two people like, oh yeah, you drew that new Freud book? No, nah, I was actually finishing up my Nietzsche oh, yeah. the other day. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like you're like, yeah, I understand past that. I'm on to Carl Young now. <laughs> they're just like, no, dude, he's just. Do you think that there mainstream. were people whenever like there these like quote unquote <laughs> mainstream writers were actually. Do you, do you think well, that there were people? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I imagine, psychology. It's probably like that for all of it, isn't it? Like, like, do you think physicists are like, nah, dude, that guy's basic? 
Nah, dude, Stephen That's Hawking's way say. too basic. Exactly. Bro. That's what I'm Do saying. Do you think whenever these like Nietzsche and Carl Jung were writing their books that there were people like, nah, dude, I try to st- stay away from the mainstream stuff. Have you heard of fucking Philip Downstream? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got Philip Downstream. This guy's got some That's ideas. Not where I thought it was going. <laughs> this guy's got some ideas. He's out of fucking the southern southern quadrant. <laughs> I want to know where Daniel thought it was going. What did you think it was down? What 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 did you think? Like, you know how people try to like say like I like the underground artists. I don't I don't like the mainstream shit. Yeah. Uh, it is like that scene in fucking Goodwill Hunting. He's like, rather elementary. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, no, nah, but it was just me showing her up, being like, oh, dude, yeah, you still read that? I'm fucking, I'm on this one, yeah. dude. I'm on Nietzsche. Nietzsche. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you haven't read Moby Dick yet? Yeah, oh, my right. God. I'll never read that I would book never in my read that. life. I would never read never it. Never in my fucking life. <laughs> Good God. I don't Did even you have the Great Expectations? I have that book right here, you fucker. Yeah, that's what we were talking about, you hipster. Yeah. Yeah, I do have Great Expectations. Yeah, like the most mainstream. Hey, I do have some... Uh, classic literature. Fuck, what's the one? I do have some Bukowski, though. Charles, I do have some yeah, Bukowski, Bukowski in the house. Bukowski looking ass. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, dude. I, it's not to look cool. I do. I just have Bukowski. Fuck you. It was a good book. You've though. never read it's it. It's women. Though, huh? It's wo- it's women by Charles Bukowski. I didn't read. Oh, okay. What's it called? He women. didn't read it. That's why did you pick that up? It was actually gifted to me by a woman. I yeah, bet I it bet. was. <laughs> you needed that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the book is a about. Girl, a girl got you that book. It was like, you know what I'm going to get. I know what the book is about. We're like, yeah, sure. Do y'all know what the book is about? Because the book is about. really needs to read Well, if that's the case, they're saying I'm a huge piece of shit. That's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. Y'all should read it. You remind me exactly of the main character who's an alcoholic. Treats women like shit. Here, read this. Who bought it for you? I thought you would really enjoy this. It was a gift. And buy it, but they had it and they liked it. Who got it for oh, you? Who gave it to you as a gift? Who <laughs> said that Daniel really needs this? You don't have to tell us, right but now. I honestly don't remember. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Somebody gave you a book and there's. It was like a handful of books, so they were just giving away. It wasn't like they were like, "This is for you." I can't that's pretty yeah. brutal. I thought of the you whenever I was reading. This. I think I got great <laughs> yeah. expectations at that same point in time. It was like just. Just classic literature. It was probably a Cla- bunch of books. Yeah, literature all the they way were probably around. a bunch of books. They were like, yeah, you, you, you could use you this. could use this. Yeah, yeah classic. Why don't literature. you give this a read? Think about I it actually, a little bit. No, I fucking it's fucking sucks, dude. Because I have a lot of books I have read, and every time, like, not recently, because I'm on my book uh, shelf is in my room. But when I used to have books like out, no people were like, oh shit, you read? Like, it's just basically, oh shit, you're not fucking stupid. No, I think well, what that is is that it's that person doesn't read. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah. shit, you do. It's not like that. They think that you're. It's not common not for people to read to all the time now. That's not that. common. That's I had to like, I had to uh, pick it up and like kind of like force myself to do it a little bit until I started enjoying it again because it was like it's, it's weird because in school you don't really enjoy it because they're making you do it. It's forced. And then you yeah. find a book that you like the type of book you like, you know, I loved reading and, uh, and all of a sudden you learn to have fun with it again. And it's, it's like, I wow, I wish I would have 
felt this way about it when I was younger. Yeah, I love which reading is unfortunate. As a kid. That's like yeah. really unfortunate. But I think the reaction you're getting from that, whenever you're like people uh, like ha- that say that, you're like, oh wait, well, what? I'm not stupid. I think that that the real reaction is they're telling themselves like, fuck, I am stupid. <laughs> this guy reads and that. I don't. <laughs> not not exactly, but like I think that's what that is. Like whenever somebody's like, oh, you read, it's more so like. Maybe I should. <laughs> no, dude, I heard you say that, but I had a girl one time, which was uh, it was Savannah. I'm calling you out. I don't care. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, yeah, she, she laughed and was like, I don't know. I just never imagined you'd be a person who would read. All right, well, that's an insult. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like. That's fine, though. That, that should make you feel good in a way. It's like, all right, well, I actually do. So. I don't know. Well, I don't look at. I, I read, don't look at it like that. I, like, no, I, I read more than look at it. Be like, be like. I get what you're saying. Be like, like, yeah, well, I actually do so i'm glad i surprised i read more than she did i get what you're saying but i think it's the perception of like what am i doing that makes you think i'm not a person that that. reads yeah but fuck that thought process process. i get it though i i I understand now for sure why people would think i don't i mean i don't there's nothing that tells a person other than like their i guess mental capacity that you do or don't read isn't it's like you could be fucking reading magazines and tell yourself that you're reading i read a book a day Jesus Christ! No, that was uh, y'all remember that guy that was like, the, oh, the more fucking, you learn, uh, the more you earn. The uh, dude that you made uh, fun of. He's yeah. like, I have five Ferraris. Yeah, I fucking can't. What's his I, name? I can't remember. I can't remember. I still never I, watched I don't, that video. I, you never see I, his stuff anymore. Aside from knowledge. That. That's knowledge. where that's from. That's where that's from. Knowledge. That's the that's the OG knowledge, the motherfucker. The more you, the more you earn. earn. Something. That's the original knowledge. I read a book a day. He had a Hispanic name. No, it was like something. No, really though. My friend's name. mom actually has read eight Ty books this year. Oh, yeah, it, Ty Lopez. It was That's Ty what Lopez. It was. Eighty books this year. She's read eighty books this Your year. Your mom? No, Keegan's mom. Oh, that's really actually, good. Yeah, that's actually yeah. really good. Yeah, she like holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot. But what? Hold up. She's extremely like, almost a book every three days or she, four she, days. Her reading like yeah. speed is probably like. I was gonna say that's two books really a week. Roughly, like yeah. a book and a half a week. It's like a book and a half yeah, a week, probably yeah. some of the books she probably read faster than that, and then other ones probably took longer than you know a week, two weeks, whatever. Uh, but, but still, like, eighty in a year is crazy, and yeah. she probably retains information. Like she's very smart, she, she probably retains information very quickly. See, when I read, this is it takes. I have to reread the pages now because my attention span's shit. And then honestly, I'm really shitty with details. I remember like general. I'm no, not no, I don't think that's uncommon. I think that's probably I, like most people. I think, I think for me, I. Without, without having a true, without yeah. having a true diagnosis, I think that there is a portion of me, and I don't really care about saying this, but I don't think that many people would be willing to admit. I think a portion of me is like minorly dyslexic to a degree. I think whenever I am, whenever I am reading uh, something, I do have to reread it because there are portions where I'll either lose like my spot or read a word wrong or put words in different like in order, and the sentence won't make sense, so I have to reread. It. It's like, oh, that's where I fucked up, type shit. Like, I think a portion of me is, like, minorly dyslexic, and it has hindered my, not ability, but, like, desire to learn type shit. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I, so I'm dyslexic, so I grew up uh, having to do, like, classes to do the reading thing or whatever. And But once I had it down, I was faster than anybody else at reading. So I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't really know how that, I don't, I don't know how that really works, but it's the same thing for math, like, I was really slow going at math, but once I figured out how to do it, I was the fastest person doing it. Mm-hmm. It you just took me longer to, down to, <laughs> s- uh, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he tried. Wow. <laughs> same shit, dude. Fuck Is you. it? Is a river and a stream the same thing? We can have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
a taco and a hot dog. I mean, I don't know which <laughs> which category if you're it's putting strong stream, in. it's a river. <laughs> if it's a weak stream, it's a stream. <laughs> if it's a strong stream, it's a river. If it's a weak stream, it's a stream. Is that what you said? Well, I Either just want to know where street. he was going with it because I'm like, don't a quote river. me because I ain't said shit. <laughs> yeah, quote, yeah, quote Philip downstream. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but the dy- dyslexic kid could his regular. No, I mean, well, I don't, I don't know. Is that a joke? I don't know where you're going with that no, either. <laughs> no, really. I mean, <laughs> he could, yeah. I, I really do hate math, though. That's the one thing that it's like, it's like Japanese. That's the thing that comes easiest to me. It's like I don't like it, but if they throw a problem, what? that means simple math. Geometry was easy. I can look at geometry problems and solve them without like touching the paper or pencil or anything. I just look at it and figure it out. Algebra and chemistry are is. Japanese to me. Those like, are my it favorite is straight subjects. Up a unfortunately, Alba- algebra and what? Algebra chemistry. and chemistry. Just I could do those. Not. Those are my shits. Dude, those were not hard. It's when I got to calculus, I was. Calculus fucked. sucked. I great. was fucked. Calculus. That's when I was like. Yeah, I stopped trying. He lost me. <laughs> I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. All the other shit, I was like, dude, I could kill. But see, because I mean, I took collegiate math too. That shit was easy. It was basically just al- algebra the whole time with a little bit of pre-cal, not nothing major. But I mean. For the majority of my math learning experience, it was very much like all came very easy to me. If it was a formula I missed, then obviously it was a little bit more difficult to like pass a test or something. But whenever it comes to like numbers and shit that I actually have to deal with in like real world shit, like the word problem shit that we have to deal with in today's like how many apples can I fucking afford type shit. Like all that shit's very simple. What is uh, what is the practical use of calculus? I, I genuinely asking. I, did, I, I didn't think take like computer calculus. systems and shit like that. Predictions and stuff. So that's true. That's like algorithms so and shit. would be calculus-based? It, it uses calculus, yeah. Okay. A lot of it. Some it, of it. Yeah, like, like algorithms are all pretty much derived. So, that's, so, so, so when you're doing calculus, you're starting to get into things that like, this is practical, I could make money off this. Or I could have a career based off of. It depends uh, on the application, but yes. Okay. Like systems, especially now, like like before, maybe not, but like it's yeah, very much computer shit. That's what cal- calculus is. Yeah, I don't really know how calculus works. But. Again, I don't either because I stopped really paying attention pre-cal and definitely didn't pay like, attention in calculus. But he is right. It's like predictions. It's it's like, trying to like formulate calculations for what thing like how to predict something like. Businesses would use yeah. a lot of calculus for how their next quarter should but look like that's even like, like yeah. that. Yeah, like rockets and shit like that. Like basically, like okay, like if statistically, it's trajectories, it is statistics. yeah, trajectory. it would be statistics, right? Or and trajectory. And eventually, yeah. I guess you would get into physics after calculus. It's likely um, an amou- amalgamation. You want to know like if you're trying to get a rocket to the moon, what the you like know realistic the variations aspect of, of what yeah. could happen and and what's most likely going to happen and how you can adjust to those variables. Yeah, so you're basically looking at like the perspective of like what you potentially could do and then physics would be the reality of what your capabilities would be or the around. application of what those yeah. calculations. We should are. have uh we should have somebody on that does that stuff. I can get some people. Let's on. get Mr. Glavy in this bitch, dude. I, I weren't no, not you. Fucking Koozie and Fix just had a dinner with Mr. Glavy the other day. 
Um, Let's get him on here, please. Oh, we can. If he would be down, I don't I'm know sure if he, he would, would but that would against it. That's one of those that I think we should probably should not do in the apartment day. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, Keegan, there, did certain, of, uh, Keegan did a lot of. There's certain guests. I, I don't know if his calculus is definitely uh, some advanced geometry. Yeah, but yeah, Mr. Mr. Gleeby was like our physics and AP I mean, physics. Uh, the homie Alec, once we get him Keegan on, was I physically just gotta exploding. Get his schedule, but he's like very into <laughs> STEM and engineering. He definitely had to go through all that yeah, calculus shit. If he's shit. Du- if he's a, if he, no. He's yeah. definitely had to deal all with all that shit. I don't know if that's what he specializes in, but he knows that shit. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely down to get people that are like smart. That would be shit. really cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really cool. People that aren't stupid, like yeah, I see. I have a friend that's s- like in school. I'm not going to claim to be. Or, or I don't. I mean, something like that. I'm not gonna claim to be stupid, but I am. She's like like brain chemistry and stuff. I'm not gonna claim to be stupid, but I am willing to admit that I don't know everything about everything, and there are people that do know everything about some things. Well, that's not if you were. (laughs) (laughs) But there are people that know everything about some things, and to be able to talk to those people about those some things and be able to learn everything about that thing, then that's that's I feel like a benefit to society. You know know what I've decided is like I'm not good. I'm not like super smart at anything, but I'm really good with people. When it comes yeah. down to it, like I'm not like the person who's the s- most outgoing to talk to people, but I'm the person who's like genuinely like if someone wants to talk, I am really good at that. Yeah, same. Really yeah. good at connecting with people and like good holding that connection. And good communicator. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm good at. That's my skill set, and I'm also really good at like, I would say like, discussing. Just yeah, I guess I would go with communication, like t- any topic really. But even in like that f- in that same like note, you're also a professional server who uh, can talk to pretty much anybody about That's the service industry. Well, no, no, no. What I'm trying to say is is that while you're saying that that's what you're best at, you also have experience in these other things. That well, while you're not saying like I'm the thing that I'm best at in my life is serving tables, it's like you still are an expert at serving tables. Yeah. At the same time. So that's kind of where I was at. It's like there's these things that we write off that we have skills in and knowledge about and all these things that aren't exactly what we want to attach ourselves to. But you do have that experience of serving people on a daily basis, multiple different types of people, multiple different seasons and holidays and all these different situations of whether you're having a good day or a bad day, whether you're experiencing some family trauma or having a relationship fall through or having the most happiest times in your life and you have to go back to fucking work. There's these things that you've become an expert in just by having the job that you've had type shit that people write off every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, it is one of we are, we're capable of way more, and we are better at way more than we give for. I think it's hard, too, because a lot of people don't even take the time to hone in what they're good at because they're caught up in it. And honestly, it takes a lot of brain work. Like, just, like, my daily, my day-to-day at this point is just, like, fucking. Being it. fried. <laughs> like, my brain, because, like, I'm like, damn, I have all this stuff to do. It's hard for me to, like, kind of. It has to get done, care. though. You know? It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to figure out if a way you, to uh, do it. If you had Luckily, I have a lot of people who are around me who care about things yeah. that helps me a lot yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah for sure yeah it's That's not yeah, all yeah. like if if it was all it's relying on me i would not do it right i'll get i'll give that up, up right now like I'll, I'll say that straight up like it, the people around me help me fuel out. you fuel me yeah if you had to uh say anything to anyone that has a hard time getting up and just doing things what would you tell them it doesn't get easier it doesn't, yeah. No, it's it's going to always be hard, but you have to make the decision that that hard is what you want. So you have to 
you have to you you'd say you have to just consciously every day wake up and be like I don't want to but I will. Yeah, but that, that, that's that's I mean that would be a place. base way of putting it. I mean more like like what could you say someone that's had a hard time just not being able to do that every day and it just hasn't changed some, and they need to make some type of change. <laughs> other than general, just you just got to do it. No, no, no. You know, I mean, other than idea, that, what would you tell somebody? I mean, the idea is more centered around like it's not you just got to do it. The idea is is that if this is what you want to do, then that is a decision, and that decision comes with consequences, and you have to be willing to accept the consequences of the decisions that you're making. If you are waking up every day and having struggles of finding the motivation, then that is in its own way a decision that you're reaping the consequences. People of. that don't know what they want to do. Like they're just like they wake up, they go barton or like they go do whatever. General advice would be: there's been moments where like it took me a long time, took me a really long time. But I knew, so like I was a person. I mean, not everyone's gonna relate to this exact situation, but just just like a scenario here. So like, I was a person who was really good in school. I got good grades. I my goal, my intention was to go to college, graduate, classic, right. Went to college, I fucking hated it, did not want to do that. Went into serving, right? And as it goes, and fall into it. Yeah, which, I mean, I enjoyed it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed yeah, a lot of aspects too, of it. For sure. The social aspects of it, it was easy. You know, it was good money. But also, it's, you know, there are a lot of people who want purpose in it. I think that's a thing nowadays, like, a lot of people are looking for looking for or struggle for is like everyone feels like they need a purpose the thing is i in my opinion the purpose of life is just to do the things to find joys that you want you know like life is about experience in my opinion uh like experiencing life is the purpose of in itself and it's you know whatever that means and it's experiencing to the fullest of your own capabilities which may take different steps and everyone has a different path and it was it was a long one for me you know and it, like even till recently like podcasting was one of those things where i was like i want to make connections with people i want to eventually be able to make a change in people's lives uh like what am i good at because i like that was the thing is like what am i good at what am i good at right i constantly like i read a lot and i would go out and then i was like oh i'm good with like actually connecting with people. like genuinely connecting so i was like okay and that's how i ended up on podcasting and then, you know, I started going to raves and shit, and I was like, dude, I love music. Like, I fell into that. I was like, I love music. Which, this isn't the case for everybody. You don't have to always do something that you love. You can have hobbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which is also time, s- your, your job is not your life. It's the means to the life that you want. Yeah, and I always thought. job. You just got to love where it puts your life. Right. And I, for a long time, I thought, like, my hobby needed to be, like, my job. You know, like, yeah, it doesn't. do what you love so that you can make money. And I still believe, like, yeah, if I can That'd make money great. off of this stuff, it would be that awesome. Would be but, but I would rather have a job. Like, in my job, my point, my goal right now is to get out of the restaurant industry, which I'm going to. But it's like having a job where I make a sufficient amount of money to support my hobbies because of what we've talked about before, where I don't want my art to get diminished down because it is a job and I'm having to. You don't want to have to, like, the I got to pay the bills mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Sometimes so the thing you love can become something you hate because it became work rather than. Right. You know. Exactly. And then there's also points where you're like, oh, do I have to do this certain thing in order to make this happen? And I'd rather it just be a pure form of expression, a pure form of art, whether it's me throwing events 
you know, me throwing events and being able to curate lineups or us doing a podcast or like putting the two together. Like I'm planning on doing a community event. I want all those things to be something that's like pure of heart. You know, like something I really want to do and not something that have to do. Have to do. So like when you're looking for those things, it's just kind of not putting too much pressure on the fact that it's something you have to do. It's like everyone wants this purpose or everyone wants this means to just experiencing things and finding those things along the way, I think. And to go back to so not putting so much pressure on yourself or like being like, I have all these things to do, just kind of like taking those things one step at a time, getting up and being like, what's the first thing I want to do? Like for me, meditation is one of those things or the gym. It's like, let me at least get those out of the way mm-hmm. and then I'll have the rest of the day to figure it out. And mm-hmm. and if you're asking like and if you, and if you're asking like a general sense for someone who doesn't know what they yeah, want yeah they wake up every day they wake up and they're like I don't I don't still don't know what I want out of life you know I wake up and do the same thing but it's not taking me anywhere I don't have a passion you know but I don't want to do this all the time but that sounds like a person for me for me it's hard to answer that without n- like having more context because initially what that sounds like is the only answer for that type of person is change yeah that's what i was that so so that's kind of what i was i was thinking whether it's like the job whether it's was like location put yourself in different scenarios that yeah. you would have never seen yourself in go to something that you sorry my allergies go go no, to something good. that um you wouldn't see yourself doing mm-hmm. or going to you know or anything like that and you might really change your perspective on things and maybe change your thought process waking up the next day, going to bed the night before. You know, you go do something different, you go to bed that night, and your your mentality when you went to bed is different than the night before. That means your mentality waking up is probably going to be at least a little bit different, you know? And yeah, if you keep I mean, there's stuff like that. Like, I remember the first time I went to an art gallery as, an old, as a young adult, I, like... I mean, it, it was just different for me because I was like, as a kid, I was like, you know, I didn't really appreciate it. Like, uh, you know, I appreciated music, not like art, art, like painting and, you know, visual aspects of art other than movies. But I mean, like painting and, and photography and stuff like that. And uh, and I remember like the first time I went to the uh, an art gallery and I and I watched that and I, I did it for school. And I came home and I was just like, man, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to do the school thing. Like, there's like a lot out there that I haven't done. And I haven't experienced. And I think there might be some other stuff out there that I would like to at least try, you know, like and dip my it toes in the water. It <coughs> takes a certain level of breaking the mold because there is this idea that you have to be doing a certain thing for you to be successful. Now, that that idea is malleable depending on where you're from and how you live, whether it's uh, going to college and becoming a doctor or running the family business or whatever it is. There's these molds that that people are set into as children that you can probably exist in but it's up to you that if that's not something that you want for yourself you have to break out of yeah and or is it really that you want something more than that or it or more is so there becomes other aspects of your life that you're actually not satisfied with whether it be maybe in a relationship or a relationship with family members or a relationship so becomes with a like or a boss or something like that that you're that's actually what you're not happy about it's not your life yeah. it's it's the way you're dealing with your life it's like you could totally be a nine to fiver and just it's fine. Like whatever. You could be happy doing that. It's not that that's making you upset. It's maybe some other aspects of your life that you're like, oh, my life just sucks. Look at my job. And it's like, well, why is that the first thing you went to? But you know? you're, like, you're it might be a deeper, you know, a deeper concept there that you're not looking at. Well, yes, but also it's like 
I guess it comes back to like this, like this old saying that that I didn't really like it for like salespeople type shit, and like your managers and shit would tell you. It's like if you want a life that you never had, you gotta do things that you never done. That's true. You do have to yeah, be able to do things that situations. Uh, that's true. I, I just didn't like that they were that purpose thing. I just didn't like that they were talking about go knock more fucking doors. But you doors. can't just but wake up one day that, and be like, I need a purpose. I need a purpose. I need, and then no. you have like that's not gonna no, happen. No, but it is a decision for you to want a purpose. True. That, that's a start, I guess you could say. And and that is that thing where it's like you. That start is is honestly a probably a lot more powerful than the journey well, that's for a true. lot more yeah, people. Well, you gotta identify a problem to yeah. a- at well, all I to would be able say to it's fix m- a problem. Not as much as they want a purpose, it's just that lack of purpose and just that mundane rut of life. I think that yeah, but not like they're like I want a purpose. It's just like the lack of having one, the lack of having passion, and just can basically just being in this life that you you're watching. Like fly by and pass before you without you actually and you doing can anything. Find purpose You're outside of work. Yeah, your but work I mean, doesn't I mean, have work. to be your hobby. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like it, it, I think you people be happy just without that. Like find. I think people just feel like the passenger. You enjoy, you know? yes. yes. But find They're some things their that make lives. you feel like a pass main by, character. Yes, you know, like like find things that make you feel like a main character. But you know? I th- I don't even know if I think it should be something between those. I don't think you should want to be the main character, and you definitely yeah, shouldn't I mean, be like a passenger. But it should be the situation where you feel like you are a part of your own story. And yeah. at at the end of the day, a lot of people out there don't feel like they're a part of their own story. They either feel like they're watching from the sidelines or they're creating a, their main character shit. But even that is a unrealistic view of their reality type I'm shit. I'm going to so go out on I'm a limb and I'm going to say I think maybe, and this is really going out there for some people, but that, that I think some of that is a lack of any type of spirituality. Oh yeah, you know, like absolutely. On like some type of deeper level, a lack of community, a lack you know? of spirituality, yeah, both a of lack those. of. I, th- I would say those are maybe the two most important: is community yeah, and spirituality. Because I mean, th- if you think about it, that's where a lot of people's purpose comes from. It's either I what you're able to do for other people, or what the spirit in the sky is telling you. Know, you. It's yeah, like you most know. purpose derives from either community or spirituality, and pr- I mean, obviously, maybe hunger and shit too, like that. that yeah, that but those eat. are. I mean, but somebody will kill yeah. some, somebody will murder someone to feed their hunger, but that's true. Everybody's gonna murder someone to feed their spirituality. Not no, everybody, but, but everybody no, but will the, uh, almost will murder for hunger, you know. But at the end of the day, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but even that murder I mean, for Lord hunger, that's flies, purpose. You know? That's purpose driven by community. Yeah, you got to feed your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people are happy just sitting at home or like gardening in the morning and then fucking yeah, having is, a cup of that's tea. That's what I'm saying. What is it about them that's and watching cool with it? Th- that other people are just like, like I don't have any passions, but I know this isn't it. And then those people are like, I don't have any passions. I'm alright with it. But that's but that's I th- but the thing is you say that but like gardening and like that, that is a passion exactly yeah. that's them finding love in the, in the little smaller things, things in that life. make them them. Not everybody has to be into gardening. It's not a big well. I mean, they see it as big, I guess. But the but point is, is that not everybody's going to be into everything. You don't have to make money from it either. The problem is, is that m- people will talk themselves out of being into something. They'll say like, "Oh, I can't be into Pokemon cards. That's there's no room for that in my life." It's like, "No, there's actually a huge community of for that in your yeah, city that like, be, yeah. that would I don't love know to welcome you." That. It's like, right. "There's probably someone you know that's into it that doesn't talk about it." 
Right. You know? And it, I mean, that can be expo- ex- like expanded into multiple different topics, multiple different hobbies, multiple different belief systems, all these different things that you can build communities off of and build to a degree spiritualities off of if, if you're talking about like creating a religion. Um, but to a degree, there's these things that drive purpose and it doesn't have to be this like, well, I want a better job. Or, well, I feel like I could be doing something more with my career. It could be as simple as uh, I should be bringing the fucking local food shelter a meal every week or something like that. It could be as simple as, like, wanting to give back to the city that gives to you yeah, type shit. Totally. It does yeah. not have to be any, like, personal, like, uh, s- like salvation of trying to save somebody or doing something to try to save yourself. It could be as simple as just trying (laughs) we always say you don't have to be the best you don't have to be a superstar you don't have to be a celebrity you don't have to be fucking community service honestly in today's society gets shit on it doesn't nobody likes community service if you it's it's a punishment actually for the by our legal system i have two good friends that do it it's totally by choice okay i'm sorry but i get i don't mean to generalize but what i'm saying is is it's literally like a legal a a punishment by our legal system to pick up trash on the highways very strange that's how much people don't like it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just that, I mean, sure, there, I bet you there's a lot of people out there that would like to do it, but it's like, it's just not in their free time. Like, it's not like, like the little, like, I would love to do that, but in the little bit of free time I get, that's not my first choice. Even though I would like to do it, if I had an infinite amount of free time, I bet I would spend some of my time doing that. But that's the, that's the inherent issue is, is that it concurrently is probably something that would make you feel better than anything you're currently I think I think that's one of the reasons they use that's the issue I think that's one of the reasons they use it for um uh legal situations and stuff like that well yeah it's not necessarily that it's like a punishment it's just that a no one's gonna do it otherwise so we might as well get you do it for free not really like we're trying to yeah how does that (laughs) feel you like having to pick up trash like no, like nobody's thinking about it like that. They're not like, oh no, the trash, ah, the pain every time I pick up a piece of trash. You no, know, it's yeah, not you get beat every yeah, day. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not like that. It's just that no one's gonna do it. Your free labor, so we're gonna make you do it. We'd rather you get know? you to do this than pay somebody to do yep. this. But I mean, the flip side of that is, is that if people were signing up to do community service every week, then you probably wouldn't need people to d- clean up. Yeah, the understand. Like they that. don't have that free time. Though they might well, want to, you know. That's that's the thing is, is well, they, they probably the time, do yeah, have yeah. the free but time. That's but not but Dancing with the thing. Stars is yeah. on on Friday night. Exactly. So it's like Exactly. <laughs> so like and we all it, love Dancing with the Stars. I'm just saying <laughs> I think it's er- Derek's the year. Who's singer this season? I'm just saying I think it's Derek's oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a bizarre show too. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a bizarre show too, The Masked Singer. They need to stop it. Yeah. I think we've had enough of like, all right, come. Who's watching that shit? I've never seen it. That's, that's the other it. portion of this conversation. Is is you'd be surprised, like how many fucking people that like that we're talking about that don't have yeah. like purpose and don't know what to do. It's like all of them are watching that yeah. show. Cletus <laughs> and Velveeta in their trailer every third quarter. Cletus and Velveeta. All right, well, let's wrap it up there. We're at <laughs> two thirty-five. It's been a great episode. We've went through it all. We've been through the ringer. <laughs> we fucking tackled them. We beat him, dude. Fucking Philip downstream. We did yeah, it hell all. Man. Oh. Hey, man. You got to fill him up with that knowledge. Hot air <laughs> balloons, <laughs> all the good stuff. Uh, got a guest coming next week. Who's on next week? Jack? No, not Jack. Regan. Regan. Keegan. Regan. <laughs> <laughs> Regan. <laughs> yeah, Keegan will be on next week. That'll be fun. 
That would be a good one. That would be a good one. As soon as I said it, I was like, why the fuck did I say that? <laughs> Who the fuck is Regan? All right. Um, Sounded wrong off the tongue. <laughs> right. Fucking like, comment, Egan subscribe. Uh, all feedback is appreciated. Make sure you only hit up Daniel for that. Yeah, and Keegan uh, next week. Uh, <laughs> Keegan on the pod is going to be good. He's a good friend of ours. Also, uh, Cole's roommate and lover. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> had to throw that it. out there. That's exactly <laughs> I'm going to make sure he listens to this episode. They're p- penis pals. And our families, <laughs> so they can finally yeah. hear the truth. Yeah, they're Pin Island Finally fans. hear the truth that I know they've been wanting to hear <laughs> for the longest time. <laughs> We're dating. Pin 15. <laughs> <laughs> they love Pin 15. <laughs> yeah, but they no, they do stay together. That's true. Um, That's not a lie. But he'll be on next week to admit all that <laughs> and more. So <laughs> stay tuned to listen to that, you guys. Uh, it's been fine and dandy. Any last words from you guys other than Cole uh, and Levin, Keegan? Um, you guys try not to eat any cock meat sandwiches this week. Um, or do if you want to. Up to you com- entirely. I'm not going to tell you how to eat or how to live or how to, you know, run your diet. Stay out of Guantanamo. Get it popping in this bitch. Um, that don't later, sound, Brian. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, Mom. <laughs> your black son, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to next week later, you guys.